Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 362, recorded on February 10th, 2022. On tonight's episode with special guest Sean Capri, we discuss Nintendo's latest Direct and why everyone is so upset about Mario Kart 9. I don't know, Jesse, you know what to do. What's up, everybody? It's Nintendo Dads here. It's Marty, and it's episode 362 on February 10th, 2022. On this week's episode, we've traded one Canadian for another, uh, and we've replaced our uh, faithful companion, employee of the year, seven years running, uh, with a robot. Uh, And so uh, I'm glad to be back. Uh, (laughs) Somebody asked me the other day, it was Tim, when we were doing the uh, the big recap of the Nintendo Direct or live live reaction to it, he's like, "How's it going to be feel to be on the podcast?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I've not. I guess I haven't been on the show in like three or four weeks. I don't know. Forever. I, I know it feels like it's been forever, <laughs> but uh, for the first time in forever, uh, here I am and uh, f- excited to hang out with you guys uh, on an, a news packed week. Excitement, outrage." Yes. Fun, all kinds of things. Uh, so let's go around the horn here. Uh, tell you who's in uh, joining us on the show tonight, uh, all the way from the snowy white north, Mister Tim Off. How are you? Brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Uh, excited about what we got to watch yesterday and talk about with uh, you some more and Jesse. We get to hear from him a little bit, or maybe Robot Jesse, and then uh, and also from Sean, we get to hear about what he got to see and what he likes too. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Uh, so last week when I did, while I was, while I was out with COVID uh, I got an, uh, I got a self-addressed stamped envelope. Cause you know, those were big back in the day. You'd always like, when I was growing up, I'd always hear commercials like send a self-addressed stamped envelope to uh, Pueblo, Colorado. Uh, somebody will get that too. It was, I don't know why it was Pueblo, Colorado, but uh, I coughed into a self-addressed stamped envelope and sent it to Jesse. Uh, Waldak, and that's why he is not on the show tonight. Uh, Jesse is also sick, but he's here. Isn't that right, Jesse? Yeah, I am here. I it hurts to talk, so I'm not going to be talking much. So I'm still here doing soundboard and recording, but uh, I, ha- I have things queued up through this robot. Greetings, this is Robo Jesse, model number <laughs> J3553. Yeah, so uh, basically, what we're telling you is uh, Jesse's body and organs are failing at this point. And we are transplanting his consciousness into a robot. Uh, yes. And we just, we're just not done yet. J3553. <laughs> J3553. He'll be, uh, he'll be running things. Uh, speaking of running things, uh, also from the great white snowy North drinker of maple syrup and uh, way better than Justin Masson. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Sean Capri. I'm here. Of, to- uh, Pog- uh, just internet Xbox drive. <laughs> and the Nintendo the drive internet's and Sean kind- Capri. <laughs> internet's own Sean Capri. How are you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm so great. I'm here to fulfill the Canadian quota. And I'm glad that Jesse's here still running the soundboard because I was <clears throat> I was practicing my my sound effects for you guys. I was doing the whole like peek-a 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 I hate Woo! you. All. I was getting ready. I was getting ready. But yes. it's probably better to have Jesse behind the scenes on that. Thanks for having me on, guys. This is like it's kind of the week to be talking about Nintendo. I'm it just is. I'm just saying, I'm a little, I'm a little excited. We can actually Did talk you- about good news. 
Did you get to talk about it yet on the uh, Nintendo Drive yet? I'm on a, I'm on the tour. I'm on the, uh, the, on the, the podcast tour, tour actually. Right. So, uh, yeah, earlier this week was on Xbox A, chatting about something unrelated. Yesterday with uh, Mark the Canardian and Todd Oxtra on uh, co-op mode. And now tonight, we're all over it, man. It's I can't stop. Nice. Won't stop. <laughs> Dude, can, well, I get a t- can I get a tour t-shirt? I want a tour t-shirt. That's such a good idea. So Roger has the E3 tour and you have the direct tour. That's right. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's going to be weird <laughs> popping in every now and then. Um, we're just going to have to get used to it. Uh, we we do expect now that you've revealed that you've been on all these other shows. We expect original thoughts. Oh yeah, we weren't talking about Nintendo. <laughs> we're talking about everything else. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, guys. Uh, with that being said, uh, I think we should just dive right into it because we've got a lot to talk about tonight. Shall Let's we? Do it. Of course, our news each and every week is brought to you by you folks over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where you can go over and for a little as a dollar a month, you can be a part of one of the most fantastic communities on the internet that has spawned all kinds of things like shows on the uh, Nintendo Dads family of podcasts, uh, monthly mayhem, uh, the brand new bounty board challenge that we've got going on over there. There is tons uh, going on in the Discord. A uh, dollar a month gets you access to that. Five dollars gets you the full slate of uh, sub channels, and then ten dollars a month gets you pre and post show audio uh, and exclusive art. Thirty bucks gets you on the show. Get to be a Patreon producer, uh, and so we'd love for you to head over to patreoncom ads and sign up today. You will not regret it, and if you sign up for a year at a time, you get a month free. That's a little deal. They didn't want to do it. I said, we have to. But I mean, Tim, Tim fought most of all. He was like, no, I really like money. And because that's how Tim sounds, right? Uh, and uh, yep, that's how I sound when we're off camera. That's right. He reverts to his uh, old man who lives in a cave uh, persona. <laughs> Oh, guys. And I have um, all this hair like under my, my hat, too, so that you guys don't get to see where I take off my hat. I just all this hair comes out and I talk like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, that's that's why he wears the, the that's why he wears the hat is to keep all the, the, the unruly hair. That's right. Trapped. I do. I For those who are not watching or uh, just listening to us on the audio version, I, I got to say that is a fantastic hat that you have on tonight. Yep. The Mandalorian hat. Mandalorian hat that I picked up from Tarjay. Yeah. Uh, celebrating uh, the end of the Bobalorian series uh, on uh, Disney Plus. <laughs> yes. uh, so, yeah, that's very good. And Sean, you, you also have an interesting hat. Um, oh, this is ball? this this is dedicated to my my eternal fandom of um, baseball. Baseball. Yeah. San Francisco Giants. I just do this thing where when I travel, I just like buy a hat from wherever I am. I don't watch baseball at all. Like not even a little bit, but I, I, you know what I think you should do is I think you should get people to send you hats from places that they are. I like it. And the chances you can wear them on the show. Oh, that's such a good on, idea. On show. This could be it. I think you've just talked me into. I've been. I've been thinking about getting like a PO box. You know, because who doesn't want people to send them stuff? Let's. Right. Uh, let's <laughs> yes. stop being. You know what? Canadians. You know what? Guess what? We have a PO box now. Oh, then I got to get you one. Can, then you could. You, send, you, you have a PO box. Well, I get no, one. you. We will let you have a PO box. We'll, oh, we'll let you. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. All you have to do is go to your local post office and ask. And give maybe, maybe by the end of the show, you know, cause I think we'll have time. Maybe I'll have one set up. Hey, hey, uh, uh, Robo Jesse post our PO box in the chat. People can send us stuff. Um, the bad thing is, is that we have a PO box and none of us are around it except for Jesse. We'll do. So he'll just be getting the stuff. Uh, you know what? I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll, um, I'll give the, the address to like one of my neighbors down the street, but my name, somebody who knows my name. So like, I don't get my own personal address and they'll yeah. be like, Hey, this package came for you. And they'll just drop it off to me. Yeah. And then when the serial stalkers come to, to get you, they're just getting your neighbors. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Uh, guys, let's dive into this huge, absolutely huge uh, Nintendo direct that uh, they literally uh, gave us uh, a day's warning about yeah. Uh, they just came out being like, Hey, yeah. So, uh, we thought you might want a Nintendo direct. So here it is. Uh, and this show, uh, they, they premiered, they premiered this yesterday afternoon, uh, kind of late in the day for me, it was 4 PM. Uh, I know, you know, it was 2 PM Pacific, 5 PM, uh, Eastern and, uh, guys, let's just, just before we get into anything, uh, I want to ask Mr. Sean Capri, we'll start with you. What did you think about this overall? Like, before we get into the degree details, was this because everybody wants to get on the internet and say this after it's done? Was it a good direct, or what did you think about the direct? Was it good enough? What do you think? I'm going to speak in in uh, cosmic terms. Uh, this might have been one of the best Nintendo directs. I am not. I'm not even going to get into. Is it good, bad? This was one of the best directs, and I challenged people. And I actually went on Twitter earlier today and said, "So which one was better? Like, let's talk about that." And the only the best thing that people, some people, could come to me with was like, "Well, E three such and such a year was good." It's like, yeah, you're comparing a February direct to like E three. I think that says enough. If you before, if we don't want to get into granulars right now, like that's kind of where I was. And after it was after it aired, I came over to this channel to to the Twitch channel, like. I'm screaming like I was just like caps locks. You guys should have kicked me out because I was just like spamming the chat going like I was tweeting later and I'm like, there's a boss rush moded Metroid. Like I was tweeting it like an hour delay. Like it was hitting me as I was remembering what it's all happened. those posts that you had is like <laughs> for crap. each like topic would show up like yeah. it, it, throughout Twitter. <laughs> like, Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I was, I was stoked about it. And it's a huge reason why I'm here to chat with you guys about it. Cause I came on over and I'm like, let's, uh, I have to express myself. You know what I mean? It was so, yeah, I was lightheaded. I was actually, I just couldn't believe one after another, after another. And I think too, um, we did this, yeah, like a lot of people, we did the predictions and like, we weren't even close and we got a little, um, Rick rolled a little bit with maybe a fire emblem, right? At the start thinking I was bang on, we got our new fire emblem. We get a warrior warriors game. And that was fine. That, that, that kind of like slap in the face was only followed by just amazing announcement after an amazing announcement. I'm, yeah, I am kind of beside myself about it, to be honest with you. Best direct yeah, ever. Awesome. Best direct ever. Yeah. I And wow. the other way, I, I, I kind of talk about this often, but like when I look at a direct, I go, can I afford that sucker? And this one, no, man, I got to go like take out a loan. I'm going to have to go shovel some <laughs> extra sidewalks. I'm going to have to figure something out because yeah. I can't afford that direct at all, man. Yeah. Uh, Tim, initial thoughts on just the overall. What do you think? Definitely outstanding and an A plus all around. And, and I say this from not 
I guess from a per- personal perspective, because I certainly am not going to be able to buy or even want every single game that was talked about, but the way that was presented, the way everything was talked about, everything that was brought to the direct uh, was just spectacular. And I think they're on their game when it comes to directs lately. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, I give it an A plus definitely. Mm. Uh, Jesse said, uh, Robo Jesse chimed in a few minutes ago, said best direct ever. Uh, I think there was a lot, if you look at it and you know, Jesse, well, there were a lot of reasons for him to love this direct. (laughs) Um, I will say here, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to borrow a, uh, a cue here from our good friend, Joseph over at uh, PS trophy room. Uh, this, uh, was just. Uh, a, a direct of banger after banger, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He just would say that. Boom, boom, boom. It was like the pacing. They understood what they had to do. And I said this, uh, I didn't say it like I, I should have tweeted it uh, beforehand, but I said it in our discord and I said it to some other people that after uh, we had led up in the weeks to this, uh, you know, of Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard, Sony acquiring Bungie, uh, all kinds of other news like that around. I said Nintendo uh, has momentum behind them from the sales numbers of the Switch, like a hundred, you know, fourth best selling console of all time. Uh, no denying it. It's outsold the Wii. It, we're still rocketing to the stratosphere, to the moon. You know, they have the numbers, they have the momentum. They needed to come out swinging with this direct. They needed to say, we mean business in 2022. I think they did it. I think this this was something for everybody, and I, like there's tons, y'all. Just real talk, like what Tim said, there is tons of game experiences. There, there are tons of game experiences, tons of games to play coming in 2022, no matter what system you have. There was before the direct, by the way, yes. like that was like my I was trying to temper my expectations going into it because I thought we kind of knew everything. And I feel like even in our predictions, we're like, what else could there be? Like they're, mm-hmm. they've kind of told us all these things. And to the point of pacing and to the point of like they knew exactly how to how to tell us what this year was going to have. There was just enough of new stuff about the things that we already knew. I think maybe just a little slip was maybe Splatoon, but like wonderfully just the perfect amount of like, here's your little project uh, or triangle strategy. Here's some new stuff for Kirby. I thought they did an awesome balance. And um, yeah, my, my co-host from the Nintendo drive uh, console Cato has sent me a little graphic of here's what the first like half of the year looks like. Mm-hmm. And there are so many games on there that the, like I've got to get my, my little magnifying glass out. Cause my old man eyes can't see these, all these games crammed in here. You, you mentioned the word pacing. And I want to come back to that because, you know, one thing that I've kind of been critical about in past directs and others have as well. So not just me, uh, there is the amount of time that Nintendo has spent promoting games we already knew about. Yeah. Uh, in particular, like I know you were you were saying, like comparing a direct to E3 as apples and oranges. But man, when they hit that Xenoblade two stuff that year during the E3, and it was like fifteen minutes of Dragon Grandpa talking about. Uh, I know I come back to this a lot, but like they, it, there's times where I feel like they hammer on these games that are already out, but they wasted no time with Kirby. They wasted no time with Triangle mm-hmm. Strategy. They wasted no time with Metroid. There was just boom, 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 boom. Here it is. We've got so much to talk about in 20 minutes or 40 minutes. We've got to move fast. And that's how it should be done. 
give us a taste, make people excited about it. And then if you want to throw up a throw up a website where people can go and look at it after the direct, just like they did with Nintendo Switch Sports. The, the yeah. website for that was live right as soon as the direct ended. Because I was I was going to search for uh, the price to see if I could find it, and it like I started typing Nintendo Switch, and it literally auto filled Nintendo Switch Sports into my browser bar. So that was brilliant for them to have that ready, ready to go. People are out there searching for everything they can find. It just drives excitement. Let's talk about our personal highlights. Uh, instead of us picking this direct apart and, and talking about every little thing, people can go to y'all. You can go to YouTube. You can go to YouTube and watch it for yourself. <laughs> it's there. Uh, and, and so you don't need it. Like we don't need to talk about every little word in line that was said, but I want us to just to, to pull out here. What are the things that just made you in this direct? Like you said, Sean, I love what you said. You, you were out of breath. I was lightheaded, man. You yeah, were lightheaded. Really mm-hmm. I, I want to know what, what in this direct, made you lightheaded? I think two things jumped out for me personally, but like, honestly, I really could list almost every single, every single moment um, as something that was really blowing me away. But you know, they, they launched with the, with the fire emblem warriors and I kind of like, Oh, they got me. Oh no, that's not the one I want, but I'm still keeping an open mind. It still could be okay. I'd I'd like to try that out. (laughs) And wasn't it like right after, wasn't it right afterwards that it was um, strikers it was Mario Strikers was if it, whether it was the, the next they one. They did some headlines that, and that, it, and yeah, but like three in. It was three Strikers was the one that just like, it, it kicked me in the solar plexus. Like I just took the wind out of me and I couldn't believe it. I've been asking for it for years. And not only do I want a Strikers game, which I'm really excited about, I want it to be, I want it to be good. Of course I do. But after Mario Golf, I had my doubts and I've been kind of like, oh, I don't know how, how great this can be. It looks like they've just nailed it. The attitude is there. The power-ups are there. It like looks, it looked like it presents really good. The online clubs are there. And this is what I want out of my Mario sports games. I want to be able to share it with friends. And there's a lot of people out there. I'm shocked who haven't played a Mario strikers game. This is the one. Some people have Mario golf. Some people have those, those games that they really look forward to. This is it. And uh, I'm so excited to play Mario strikers. The other one that really like caught me and probably shouldn't. There's maybe other better games than this one, but um, I'm going to call it uh, Wii Sports for Switch. Nintendo Switch Sports was just such a no-brainer after all these years. It was, of course, one of the most prolific games um, in, the, in, the Wii, in, the, in the Wii area. And I just want to play Battle Royale bowling with my friends. I want to line up side <laughs> yes. by side by side. And yes. suddenly this notion of like motion controls is okay because we have so many other experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me this game that's dedicated to motion controls. I, I, I'm here for it. Bring the, bring the Mies back. I want to hear their weird sounds as we <laughs> play bowling and other racket. So sports. I, I want to, I'm going to say this, that, that, that game during this direct it, I, if you go back and watch our reaction, I almost came out of my seat. Seriously. When when Nintendo Switch Sports got revealed. And I don't know why, because I'm not, I do not, I don't sports. All right. A sports <laughs> ball and I, we're not fan. I, I, like I didn't grow up watching sports. Uh, the closest I got was my, like my grandmother and grandfather on my mom's side lived very, very close to the University of Tennessee at Knoxville. Uh, and so w- when we go up to visit them and there was a football game on, we wouldn't watch the football game, but they were close enough that when they scored, they would they would literally fire a cannon 
in the in the stadium. Uh, <laughs> yes. and, and we would hear the cannon and you could you could hear the crowd and like see the the, the lights of the stadium from where they live. They were yeah. they were that close. So like the Vols are my team because of that, but I don't like I don't like if somebody comes in and is like, oh, the ratio of the stats and the shut up. I don't care. <laughs> uh, so but but I say that to 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 lead into this. Nintendo Switch Sports, uh, I, this this game is going to be. I'm going to, I'm going to call this right now. You, Tim, you can write it in our notes about Marty said or on the Nintendo Podcast log. This game will become the number two selling game on Nintendo Switch. Wow. My thought is like I'd love them. I'd love to see them pack it in. Actually, in this, oh yeah, you know, like it should just become you. You buy the only time you get a game with a Switch is at Black Friday. You get Mario Kart, yeah. and you always have. It's been since day one. I said, I said it on our reaction uh, that Nintendo Switch is now going to sell two hundred million. Yeah, uh, like this is going to drive system sales. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, if it, I feel like Nintendo's never. They're not really in a place that they need to do something like this. No, but I but, do think that it could curb some of this oncoming maybe competition coming in from Xbox. Mm-hmm. Very aggressive these days, and who knows what PlayStation's got up their sleeve? I think they're going to have a good year as well. Nintendo packs this thing in, and I, the rest of us will buy it. Like, there's no doubt. We we've all had our Switch from day know, one. It's, we'll buy it, it here. Here in the states, it's thirty nine ninety nine. It, yeah, it's a, it it's a bargain me. title. There's no reason to not buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it, I mean, it's going to play well for families. It's going to play well at parties. It's going to play well for groups. You add the online thing, like you said, the battle royale bowling. That's yeah. uh, that's amazing. They're adding in golf. I highly suspect that's not going to be the last game they add in. I mm-hmm. think there will be more over time. Uh, but I want to come back to strikers too. That that blew me away. Yeah, the art style, it's like so when good. you're doing the special shots and stuff, and when they were lining it up at the very beginning. I wish they would commit to that that art style for the entire game. Yeah, yeah, that's I really exactly, do. That was my exact reaction. Like, just yeah, that that moment. If you can, man, if you've played Strikers, you know this. If you're able to just line up a couple things right in the way, you knock this person out of the way, you knock that guy out of the way, and all of a sudden you you get enough time to yourself where you can fire off one of those super shots. And you and and this is different. It seems like if you can score up to two goals and on the Wii or GameCube, you could like fire six at once and just be like rapid fire. You know, yeah. And as a goalie, you'd point your, your, your Wii remote and try and block them. I remember so that. I'm curious to see how that translates over because it was so, I mean, it maybe wasn't as accessible for, for newcomers. So if I was playing against somebody who wasn't really great with the, the Wii remote, I could really rack up the score because it's so hard to block some of those shots. But I want to, I'm hopeful that the online mode is, actually somewhat competent, which may be completely misplaced hope, but that game is, that game is special for anybody who's played it before. Mm-hmm. And from what we've seen there, we know there's more courses coming down the, the pike. We know there's other modes coming down the pike. That's how Nintendo has been doing those mm-hmm. sports game releases. They did it with tennis. They've done it with golf. I don't think they'll change the pattern for soccer. Uh, like I think that, that they'll, you know, there'll be an expanded roster and, and everything. I did think that it was interesting that they started that trailer. If you watch like the Mario part of the, of the, the pitch and the Bowser part of the pitch came together. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if there's some kind of mechanic with that. Um, and I, I mentioned this in, in the post, like the post talk of our, of our live reaction of, I wonder if like maybe like one part of the field might have like a, a hazard and the other wouldn't, 
uh, or something oh, like that because they're, they're they're mashed together. Yeah, I, I don't know, or maybe it's just a visual effect of oh, their fans are over here, their fans are over here. Uh, I, I didn't read into it that way, but that it, would be really interesting too. And even if you you imagine like um, switching sides at halftime or something, or at a certain point, you might yeah. have a certain advantage on one side versus the other. That that would be interesting. Yeah, because the there's just danger everywhere with this game. And there's so much going on that, you you know, you you string a couple passes together and all of a sudden you can shoot it really fast or all the power-ups I think are really interesting. Electrified barrier around the edges, man. I can't, this is one that people should be paying attention to the roster. I think it's just as interesting as the game itself is who you're going to, you're going to have on the pitch with you. It's man. I could geek out about this thing (laughs) forever, but it looks really good. I like the like art style and um, I don't know. There's only so much to tell in terms of performance on how it's going to run but i do feel like we've seen nintendo show us games in the past that look like it was running at like 12 frames per second uh mlb the show um but this seemed to be running pretty decently i was i was, I was gonna say assassin's creed collection but, yeah that too yeah uh, it's, it's just weird was, they really do that they show games as they are and yeah and then it looks really rough um, yeah mm-hmm. but hey somebody's gonna buy it because uh, there's 103.5 million people out there. They're going to buy oh it. Oh my gosh. Uh, Tim, let's, let's throw it over to you. What are, what are some things that did just like jumped out to you in this direct? So I, I, I know we're all going to talk about some of the first party stuff off the bat, but I have to bring up the first third party that came out in the direct, which was the no man's sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one just was like out of nowhere to me that that's coming to the switch. Um, that team put a lot of work into that game over the years, obviously from the get the get go from, you know, what they ran into and just, and what it's become today enough to where, and I even saw the tweet from the director of the game, the creator of the game was uh, he was excited about their whole team was excited about getting this to the switch and saying, we have five years of experience <laughs> developing this game. So we're happy to bring it to the switch. So that to me was pretty cool to see. Um, and, and then of course, later on the, um, the other thing that made me hope for when it was announced was the Chrono Cross was hoping Chrono Trigger was coming with it, but I'm still excited that Chrono Cross is coming to the switch in hopes that we get Chrono Trigger as well. How we get Chrono, Chrono, Chrono Trigger. I don't know if it's going to be part of, you know, NSO, I doubt it, but like Marty, what you were saying during the uh, thing, Square Enix likes to make their money. So it's probably going to be in some sort of collection or whatever. Marty, you're muted. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, I'm honestly really shocked that we have not seen Chrono Trigger or any of the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters make their way to Switch. It just, it feels all of those, all seven of those games feel like money on the table. Uh, for Square Enix. And I, I personally, one of my highlights from this is Live Alive. I remember yes. seeing that uh, series or that game in uh, an, an electronic gaming monthly or, or some, uh, you know, like Game Pro or something way back when. Uh, like that, it, maybe it was on Super Nintendo. And they were going to, they were talking about localizing it and bringing it over. And I just remember them talking about the concept of all these stories coming together. And I, I was like, that sounds amazing. And then it never happened. And then here it is surfacing after all these years. I was talking with my son today 
who is a huge Undertale fan. And actually, uh, there is a track from Live Alive uh, called Megalomania. That's a boss tune uh, that inspired him to write Megalovania, uh, Toby Fox being him, uh, for his for his then earthbound ROM hack. <laughs> so this, nice. this game has deep roots yes. uh, with a lot of people. And I'm, I'm actually really excited about that, but I'm excited I, about that one too. And I had to, I had to dig into that one to learn more about it. And cause when we learned, when we saw that in the direct and we got the snippets of those different story beats going on, I had to ask, and I found out pair was talking about it cause he played the original one. And I asked him, I said, Hey, can you tell me do, do these intersect these stories? And he said, yes, they do. So, cause I didn't know that I was hoping it wasn't like a it's Octopath like, it's Traveler almost like where the, it doesn't the, intersect. The original concept <laughs> for Octopath Traveler, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, these, these just, definitely intersect in an eighth chapter, I guess. So I appreciate like Square Enix trying to bring things to the switch. that are kind of unique that are kind of like it's here. Like yeah. they did that with Octopath at first. And then there was the, the other, uh, the 2.5 HD RPG. I can't remember. It came out um, a couple of years ago on switch. I can't remember the name of it, but, and now with live alive, they're doing that, but man, what I wouldn't give to play uh, final fantasy four <laughs> pixel remaster right, on yeah. the switch. I bought the first one on my iPhone because I have a backbone controller and I thought surely they're going to put controller support into this, right? We're coming up on nearly almost like in June or July, it'll be a year on iOS and no controller support, which is baffling because they have hmm. controller support on steam. That is, baffling. I don't, I don't understand it. And other square Enix iOS and Android titles have uh controller support. So I, I like I just don't get it. It would play better because th there's some really wonky things with that Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster about control and the way your you know, your person moves on the screen. And uh, I, anyway, I could talk. I could Where would that. they put it though? Is my kind of question. Like it, you're right, and it, like that that is such a no brainer. You go like, where would you even put it? You, there, February not a chance. March not a chance. April's pretty dang busy. Like it's I don't know, man. Like. <sighs> Right. You need to find an opening for it to land and for it to breathe. <laughs> October, and, right? That's about I it guess, right now. I yeah. mean, there's something every, well, I think there's something every month. Pretty I, much. You know. Yeah. And I, there's definitely, I would say yes, that there is. And the notion that there was 40 minutes of jam-packed stuff. And I don't think that I saw 2023 mentioned. I think the latest that we saw was September is kind of like my overall take on it was this thing was jam packed. And the latest date they gave us was September. That is mm -hmm. bonkers, man. Yeah. It is. Yep. Tim did anything else? Yes, of course. Metroid dread. We're getting oh, the update to that. Yes. I knew this was coming. That's why I came back to you. Yes. Metroid dread, getting the dread mode, the rookie mode. And then I, I just had a feeling we were going to get some sort of boss rush mode which we're getting in april 2020 what do you mean you so, had a feeling what do you mean you I, had a feeling it, it's there it's i like mean the you just play, the force, right. play the game and it only makes sense that they're going to there should have been a boss well, rush mode to begin with <laughs> i said it from the beginning when i was playing it it'd be awesome if we had a boss rush mode to play after we beat the game did, i want to i want to ask this did you notice because justin's his business ears picked up on this when, when they said it and he kind of made a comment and oh, we didn't really, free. we didn't really chase the rabbit, but they said, 
uh, the first free update to Metroid Dread will be available today with a second free update in April 2020 to add Boss Rush mode. So they've also said similar things like that about Animal Crossing before. Yeah, this will be the last free update. So mm, are, for Animal Crossing, you yeah. think that we might get more Metroid? It, it's it would be it would be pretty sweet because I mean anything's possible. I I think it would be pretty smart too, especially if the trend. I would love it. maybe like something an epilogue mission. An epilogue or something that connects it to the, maybe the next thing they're working on, uh, or even something that kind of hints at Prime, even though I think the Prime is much earlier. Yeah, Prime is much earlier in the timeline. So I don't know. Just definitely, I would pay for it. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. Whatever yeah, it is. For it. That, that's that's for a it. Nintendo fan statement if I've ever heard that, one. That's like, a I Metroid, don't know exactly that's a what Metroid fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will buy the DLC if it comes out. Tim, if, if Tim walked into a store and there was a dog turd painted like Samus's armor, it's coming home with him. It's got to be encased first. It has to be encased <laughs> in a glass case. I'm glad you have standards. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, good. Good. Uh, I'm hoping that when I, I throw to Robo Jesse here, that hopefully he has some highlights planned. Uh, you got anything, J3553? I was surprised to see the Portal Collection coming in 2022. <laughs> Though I don't plan on buying it since I think the game plays better with a keyboard and mouse versus a controller and I already own them both on Steam. I am excited for more people to play this for the first time, like Justin. Yes, yeah. Portal is definitely a a surprise as well. That was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, this, uh, very good. I Like, I'm, I'm, not only am I surprised, I'm surprised we're getting both of them in the same package. It's the best way for them to have done that, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the second game with co-op, I think, is really interesting. And I love, too, that now with Nintendo, this is more of an overall commentary, that you can have something like Portal and Portal 2 coming to the Switch. And because there's other new, and like not just other, many, many new and great quality games coming out, you can have old stuff coming and pe- yes. nobody bats an eye. It's not the narrative of the Switch like it kind of was with the Wii U. Like th- you can have both. You can have games kind of come back and people should play Portal. It's one of the most genius games ever created and, and a lot of people love it. And if you've only ever been on Nintendo, you wouldn't have touched it ever. So that's, it totally that's makes sense. absolutely right. And that, like Justin, I have, a, I, like Justin. I have a friend who um, has not been exclusively Nintendo. He's played a lot of these games. Like he's played Star Wars Force Unleashed somewhere else. He's played Portal and Portal 2 somewhere else. And he, he messaged me yesterday and he's like, Marty, why do they do this? Why are they do? Why why does Nintendo do this? And I said, okay, number one, uh, Nintendo is not Nintendo. Like you know, when you say Nintendo, uh, that like it's not like they are doing this first part. I was like, honestly, they have these companies who are coming to them, and they're like, we want to put this game on Switch, and they're right. like, okay, sure, sure, fine, go do it. Uh, the second reason is money. Yeah, that's a hundred million people that out of that hundred million, there's going to be a, a percentage that hadn't played this game before. Right. And, and here's, here's my, here was my other answer to him as well, is that they would not continue to port old games to the switch if they did not sell. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
That's why they do it. I was, he's like, well, I might pick, you know, he's like, it, it would have to be budget price for me to pick it up. I'm like, it probably is going to be. I would agree. Yeah. I was yeah. like, uh, Republic Commando on Switch was like, what, $14.95, 20 bucks. Yeah. And this drop in prices all the time, too, especially yeah. third party stuff. Yeah. So you, if you wait long enough, it, it's going to be there. Um, holiday sales and all that. Holiday kind of stuff. sales, all that stuff. Uh, I want to call out a couple of games here that I I just, you know, we've already talked about Nintendo Switch Sports. That honestly was the was the game of the of the whole thing for me. But uh, Splatoon three, uh, I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait for more Splatoon. Uh, I I didn't play as much Salmon Run on the first one as I wanted to, but this Salmon Run looks really good. Uh, it looks like uh, I like I love the Salmonzilla tease at the end. Yes, like the big Godzilla thing coming in. Uh, I think that's going to be really cool. Um, to and, and I, I want to see us like do some stuff with that. Like I would love to to have like you know we did we've done like in the past done like Mega Dads versus Nintendo Dads you know uh, four on four and stuff. I can't wait to get into that again because like Splatoon. Two has had legs on, mm-hmm. on this on the switch. What about three, man? It's it's obvious. Like I'm thinking they they're they're thinking this is going to carry them until whatever's next. Splatoon but, two had legs because it killed arms. That's why. Oh my gosh! Thank you, thank you. I set you up for that. It yep. was brilliant. It uh, but it, you're right. It did. Uh, arms deserve so much better. Um, Maybe next but, year, 2023, Arms 2. Arms, totally arms clear arms. of the next Splatoon game. Um, Splatoon, yeah, I, I'm that, excited for it as well, but I feel like this was one of the low points. I felt like Splatoon deserves really? a little bit better. I think there was the one thing I will say, the positive, is that it looked like there was a ton going on. Um, <laughs> but I want to know when it's coming out, and I want to know that I can play Salmon Run anytime. Like, I still have yeah. some questions that now that you know we're into the third run at Splatoon, they got to get it right with some of these modes. I... You know, it says summer. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to bet. Late July mid to mid-August. I'll take a birthday present. Yeah. Because they, they love to, to call August summer. You know, yeah. and, and I mean, it Isn't really, it it really kind of is. <laughs> if you want to look, maybe I'm, the, maybe I'm the wacky one. I call it like it's, it's like you're transitioning to fall. So it's like, I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, the kids go back to school where you are. Yeah. In, in like August. Our, is that I part mean, of it? it's yeah. the first August 1st. Kids are back in school here. Oh, so it's God. like, oh, yeah, yeah. But oh, they get out like mid-May. So no wonder okay. y'all screwed up because that's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just go school all the time down here. No, uh, I, but I, I'm very fight. excited <laughs> about Splatoon. Uh, I am very, very excited about Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Let's go. Yes. Oh, yeah. Can we yes. T- can we talk about by the way? Can we talk about how this is? I have a conspiracy theory. I think this was Mario Odyssey 2. Interesting. Well, because why hmm. why is Kirby collecting coins? That's what you do in an open world, isn't it? You gotta- well, obviously. I mean, in Red Dead Redemption 2, everybody runs around collecting big gold coins. (laughs) Did you not notice that and go like, what is going on? And then this mega mouthful mode or whatever, that's just Cappy. Genius. Well, the whole thing is, I mean, Cappy is Kirby. Like, that's where I was like, I mean, I I was thinking Kirby back with Odyssey, actually. 
Well, that's so they, true. That's true. Very, very I, I similar mechanics. This to me looks uh, early game of the year contender. I completely agree. Yeah, like they could really just hang their hat on on this game, actually. Yep. And it's um, so weird to be this excited about a Kirby game. That's here, like, personally, here, I'll say that. I, and, and you're right. And I think it's because they're taking so much about what Kirby is yeah. and flipping it on his head. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. 3D. It actually looks decent. Looks great. Yeah. It's open world. Uh, it looks like you're going to be collecting, like collecting stars or whatever. And you're going to be doing that like uh, Odyssey. You know, yep. where it's going to be like it's you're not going to come out of the level. You're going to do that. But it's got some of the it's got all the Kirby familiarity and charm. The designs look wonderful. The graphics look amazing. Uh, and you kind of have like a home base that you're building, too. Like there's going to be yeah. shops and things that kind yeah, of like it's like it's like Kirby Fallout 4. Yes. Uh, you're, you're coming back and building your Waddle D fort. Yes. Um, Take it easy, Kirby. This is as deep as it's ever going to get, man. This is yeah, like oh, a- well, and speaking of that, you know, you're going to get some deep Kirby lore. Uh, in this game, like something's going to show up. It's going to be like Kirby's going to be fighting DDD. And all of a sudden, like the f- seven faced alien skull monster from the from the nightmare zone is going to show up and be and everybody's <laughs> just going to go. Oh, yeah. And they accept that kind of like the end of Star Allies. Yeah. Did you ever, did you ever play that one all the way through? I've never been. I don't I don't beat games, Marty. Dude, listen, <laughs> you get to I the end, of, you get to the end of Kirby. You get to the end of Kirby Star Allies. And everything's been like, oh, yeah, Kirby, you know, it's rainbows and everything. And then this thing shows up that looks like it should be in Dark Souls. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody like and everybody who loves Kirby's like, yep, yep, that's what happens. Yeah, it's super dark. Yeah. That's, that's how I like, was with Mario Odyssey when that dragon came in. Yes. Spoilers. Wonderful. Me, you know, uh, I, I, I can't wait for <laughs> March 25th. <laughs> I can't wait for March yes. 25th. This is going to be fantastic. One other game I want to talk about, and that is I cannot wait for Advance Wars Reboot Camp. Shame on you if you don't play Advance Wars. Oh, uh, yes, yes. This, God, two of the very, very best Game Boy Advance games ever remastered. Uh, we now know why it's been delayed. They, they went back and did voiceover Voice for all commanding officers. Uh, this is out April 8th officially now. Pre-orders available. I was very disappointed we did not get a demo. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we might get one before it happens, but this will probably be in the beginning of March. We we'll get not, a demo. Listen, this does not need to be a post-launch demo like Metroid. They need to put a demo out before this game launches so people can have think, a taste of it. I think there will be one in, like at the beginning of March, like I'm saying. So because they they probably didn't want to launch one now since they had the uh, triangle strategy demo yeah. out now. That's what I was looking that, around my room for. More. I'm like, where's my switch? I got to download that that dang demo. They do that. <laughs> the, that demo the, uh, yeah, because I mean, that's, you could play three chapters into the game and yes. it carries over. Should, yeah, it carries over. And that's that how should you do be it. enough to tell you if you like it or not. That's how you do it. Yeah, yeah that is how you do it. Uh, you, you guys don't sleep on April 8th. Don't sleep on Advanced Wars Reboot Camp, please. Um, somebody, somebody, while we were, maybe it was Justin, while we were recording, he said, oh, it's a lot like Wargroove. No. Wargroove is its own thing entirely. Wargroove has, is more of a fire emblem take on it. It does look like Advanced Wars in some ways that, Art style a little bit, but yeah, and custom uh, maps you can create your own. Yeah, oh, yeah, you, own can do, you can go online, yeah. play your own mm-hmm. maps. 
pretty good. That's going to be good. That's going to be good. Okay. Uh, let's talk about um, Mecha Dragon wanted us talking about Klonoa. <laughs> Did any of you guys have any experience with Klonoa? I, I, I personally don't. And before I'm sure we'll get into this a little bit later. I just want to take like a, a quick temperature check on the fact that um, this is one of the best Nintendo directs ever, because we've been talking for how long we're all talking about all these things that were great. We haven't talked about Mario Kart yet. I don't want to like derail yet, but like, no, holy I, crap, we've gotten this far. We haven't uh, even gotten to Mario right, Kart. Because I'm, I'm saving that. I know you are. I just, I, I really have a topic for that too. Because, because we do have a topic for that later. I think we'll save us talking about that DLC yes. announcement until we talk about that. But uh, Klonoa is, is, is kind of like a 2.5D, 3D-ish platformer. Uh, guys, these games were popular and came out uh, a long time ago. Uh, I don't even I, remember I seen, what system it was on. I, I remember think, seeing I really, it, but I never played it. I really. I've never heard of Klonoa until yesterday believe right? yes. <laughs> that I really believe that I remember playing Klonoa 2 on like the PS2. It was, it was, it was PlayStation 2. So these okay. are PlayStation 2 era games. Um, th- like they didn't, I feel like that probably didn't give a, as much time to this as it needed uh, because they were just like, Oh, Klonoa is coming. It's two game collection, July 8th. Boom. It showed them getting fired out of a cannon and throwing things around. And it, it, it's, it's a, it, some of the best platforming. Hambo uh, Johnny says that era. he has no, he has Klonoa experience with this game. Right I am well, for that. Uh, if it's cheap, you should pick it up. I'm just, yeah. I, I played it. It's, it's good. Um, if you like 3D 2.5D platformers, you're gonna like that. Uh, it looked great. It did look great when the in the video. Let's talk about one other thing from this before we do get into some talk about um, Mario Kart 8. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yes, the yes. big uh, the big reveal of this uh, of this, and, and I think here here's the deal. I think pretty much everybody who watched this direct, a good portion of them knew that something Xenoblade was coming. Uh, it was, it was, I mean, like nobody had come out and really said, Hey, we're working on the next Xenoblade game, but there'd been enough hints and there'd been enough, you know, stuff going around. What I think is almost bigger than the reveal of Xenoblade Chronicles three is its release date. Thank you. Yes. So let's talk about that for a minute. This game has obviously been in development for a long time. How in the world have we not seen anything from it until now? We've been busy. We've Man. had other things to do. We've had other they're, things coming they're good out. At, they're good at, Nintendo's been pretty good at uh, hiding magic. what they do. Yes, magic for sure. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> magic. They haven't. You're right. A lot of it has been, 2022 is, is going to go down as one of those years. And I just saw a great meme of like, it's basically 2017. The comparisons are there. Mm. Mario Rabbids and and Pokemon now looking kind of And they of didn't like even talk Zelda. about Mario and Rabbids. I know, like, that's the thing. Like, there's games that there's still there's games that didn't come up in this direct that we still know are coming or that they barely um, breezed over that. They just kind of blasted by. But yeah, like this is they do a really good job. And last year, I, I kind of commented on this a number of times where they went, we don't want you thinking about anything else but Metroid. So we're going to talk to you about Metroid all summer. Is Metroid's coming? Metroid, 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 and that's it. And I actually really like that, that experience last year where whatever game was coming up next, that's what we're going to talk about. Yes. 
but they can't do that anymore. That's the look most thing. The, they can't. the most attention that they've ever given to Metroid. And look at best-selling Metroid game in the franchise history. It yeah. was a amazing experience. They're still supporting it after launch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt, but I feel like even that's just one of the examples of the games that came out last year. Like they did the same thing for Mario Golf. They did the same thing for Skyward Sword. Like once the game came out, then they moved on to the next one and they just really focused on that. This year, there's no chance for that. There's just weeks. Like you'll get like a week <laughs> where you can, you're going to have to finish Triangle Strategy on, on March 4th because we're going to be playing Mario Kart 8 on March 18th and all these other things. Kirby well, on the 25th. Mario Kart. Oh my gosh, um, Mario Kart is coming back in a big bad way. Yeah, yeah. So um just but Xenoblade. Just, let's go. Xenoblade, like I am I'm super hyped for people who love that game. I played Xenoblade 2 for about five hours, which was enough for me to know this is not my game. Uh I'm okay with that. Not did every you play game definitive? Has, did you play the original? I did. Person? I played the original on the Wii when oh, it when snap. it came out. Yeah. And um I thought that it was it was good. I just thought it was repetitive. Sure. And and so I like I can see a lot it. of JRPGs are repetitive. That's yeah, okay. I can see it. Like mm-hmm. I have to like and I also had to like realize that maybe I'm not in a, in the in the space in my life where I can devote a hundred hours to a game, mm-hmm. a single game. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I um, basically get one a year. If I look back over the last couple of years, it's like that's that's essentially what I'm able to to do yeah. is one and this could be it september's a little late usually i like it a little earlier than that i'll be bumping into some other stuff i'm sure but that's well, let's okay. talk about this that's that's dropping september and and pair and others have said breath of wild 2 coming this year wow so it's it's a 2022 game uh we think november it's going to be like their november it's coming out oh, yeah, the week of black friday for the week before it's their system seller there you go Right next to Detective Pikachu. We are never getting. Listen, Detective Pikachu <laughs> is somewhere in the same room as the Switch port of One Thousand and One Spikes. Uh, oh yes, yes. I started looking for that game. Like it just popped back into my brain this week. Like, oh, I remember that game. It was awesome. Weren't they porting it to Switch? And I go back and I start googling it, and there's a picture from Nicholas of it running on a switch in 2017, like the title card is on switch. It never showed up. What the heck? Right. It's one, it's a perfect game for the switch. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I just want to throw this out before we get to Mario Kart. Um, you said something about th- that. There's no time. There's no time. I, I got this image uh, from, from Dan over at retro logic. He shared this and it was every game in release order, mostly every game. From the direct in release order. So let's let's just let's just do this. Okay. So on the day of Metroid Dread update, Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings. Um, Assassin's Creed on February 17th, Triangle Strategy March 4th, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC on the 18th, Kirby on the 25th. Going into April, it's Chrono Cross on the 7th, Advance Wars on the 8th, Nintendo Switch Sports on the 22nd, uh, MLB the show, April 20th. Star Wars Force Unleashed, the 20th. Then there's a lull. Okay? (laughs) So there's a month. So this tells me something. The month of May is either, okay, we're going to recharge before whatever's happening, because we know E3 is not happening. Whatever's happening, we're going to take a breath. Or there's a game coming we don't know about yet. 
because they like to do about one first party game per month, you know, when they're on a roll. So then in June, Mario Strikers Battle League on the 10th, Fire Emblem Warriors uh, Three Hopes on the 24th, July, Klonoa a Collection, uh, Live Alive, Splatoon 3, Summer, Front Mission, Summer, Disney Speedstorm, Summer, No Man's Sky, Summer. Then you get into, so like, let's say July, August, right? Because they did definitively have some titles in July. Then September, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and later on in 2022, uh, Taiko no Tatsujin uh, Rhythm Festival, Portal Collection, and SD Gundam Battle Alliance. Holy that's crap. Ju- that's just what was on the direct, by the that's way. That's just what was on the direct. And we already know Sparks of Hope, Mario and Rabbids, Breath of the Wild 2. Lego and, Star Wars. Lego Star Wars. And it, it's in April 2, by the way, April 5th. Um, and this is this. Let's segue into this. They dropped this Mario Kart DLC bomb that we have been begging for and asking for for years. Further confirming, <laughs> yeah, that Mario Kart Nine will never happen. That's okay. It's on, that, on that's, the current switch. That's okay. If this is if that's going to be the situation that we're not going to get a Mario Kart Nine anytime soon, this is exactly what we need i would like maybe characters is the only thing i would like kind of hope yes. that they haven't yes. revealed yet yes but my goodness gracious they showed the splash screen i'm like these are where these courses are coming from and my entire heart exploded into a thousand tiny little pieces with just like nostalgia <laughs> and love and memories right. market Holy cow. market down right now that i swear to god if nintendo does not give us waluigi pinball in these tracks <laughs> Yeah, somebody we'll is going to it'll hear be the final wave me. the final somebody hear. will hear from me they will be on my list look N- nintendo was just waiting for somebody to try it try a little try to sneak in there with some some cart racers oh chuckabo gp you want to come out on march 18th you got eight days okay you just watched the ring vhs tape okay you got seven days until you're dead <laughs> that's it because <laughs> We are all playing Mario Kart. <laughs> the literal Kart 8 equivalent of, of watching the ring. You have, you have this we amount of playing, time. We're playing Mario Kart 8.75. Like that's yep. what we're doing. Uh, this okay. is is perfect. They, they look the tracks look incredible, uh, and the the possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. The fact that we are getting six packs of eight tracks each, it is literally a brand new game that they are giving us for yep. twenty five. Dollars, double the track, twenty five dollars, or that's if, not you're all. A, if you're a Nintendo Switch Online subscriber, there you go. You just uh, get it. You just yes. get it. You just that get was, it. That was it. Was just like punch after punch after punch. One of my yes. favorite tracks on Mario Kart Eight is Donut Plains. I think the way that they recapture or reimagine <laughs> some of these tracks is absolutely gorgeous. So I have all the faith in the world that these tracks are going to be just as good and continue to to take me down that 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 lane. But uh, I already bought Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack. I was in when they did the Animal Crossing thing, and I was in with the N64 games, but I know not everybody else was. But this is the precedent. This is the rule that, that Nintendo is creating here, and I, I'm so happy that I think that maybe people can stop complaining about I, it. I, I hope I hope you guys see the pattern here Yes, and see what they're doing, that every game that comes out from now on when it gets the big DLC pack that they all get, yep, or most of them get, 
Uh, still waiting on that Odyssey DLC, by the way. Uh, so so, mm-hmm. so since we're here at this spot, we do have a topic later on, but we'll just bring it up now, which is the I smarter stupid. <laughs> is it smarter stupid that now that we have Mark Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC that people are upset? Why are people upset about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC coming? Because Honestly, it means... Mario no, Kart go ahead, Sean. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I was just going to say that it means that they're, they maybe they're upset because it means that we're not getting a new game anytime I soon. I think so. I think Is so, that but... smart or stupid? <laughs> you have to say you can't. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying because I, I, I'm not saying we have to say that those people are stupid. What no. I'm trying to say is, is that it's um, a lot of people were complaining either about the graphical detail just from uh, the the trailers right they're Mm -hmm. like the trailers they look like they're lower res or they look like they were brought over from the mobile side lots of complaints about how it looked from a lot of people uh on on twitter Mm -hmm. or disappointed that oh great we're not that means we're not going to get nine i want people to remember that when mario kart 8 first came out on Nintendo Switch, it only had four cups, all right? It only had, like, they added in the... the on the two, Wii U, when it came out on the Wii U. It came over came as out, Deluxe with all the DLC. It did, but I'm saying when this game first came out, it had a non-arena battle mode. <laughs> it had only four cups, uh, it, and, and it did not have, I, I'm, I don't remember. I don't think the Wii U version had 200 CC mode. No, so I they've don't think added, so. YouTube so if you look at what games look better, right? Yeah. Yes. So I want you to look at what they're adding here. Even if all they're adding is 48 new tracks, <laughs> they are adding Only. the entire the entire first game plus its tracks in DLC for $25. Mm-hmm. So here's a counterpoint from Mecha Dragon that I've seen, not just from him, but others is basically we've been playing this game since 2011. We're tired of MKA eight. It's the Wii U version essentially. And we don't have a new specifically built for switch. So let me ask you Mario this. Kart. How, how many people, uh, how many, how many uh, copies of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe have been sold? Does anybody know that off the top of the head? 43.35 million. Wow, look at that. Math genius. 33.35 <laughs> million. We're just going to say 33 million. 33 million. All yeah. right. So let me, I, I'm, I'm just doing some math right 43 here. Million. Okay. Thank you. Yep. 43 million times 25. 43 million times 25, all right, is, my God, it is uh, $1,075,000,000. Yep. That's why they're doing it. Well, and this is Let what I was saying. Let me be business it. Marty here. This is why they're doing it. And here's also why. Because $1,075,000,000 is not going to be the final total because guess what? Some of us are going to keep paying every year for the online expansion pass so we can keep these tracks. So That's we can right. keep our Animal Crossing DLC so we can do the all so we can get all of the new 
uh, systems and games, they're going to be actively making money on us every year. And back to my original point, guess what? You're also going to be paying for it because this is where Splatoon DLC is coming for Splatoon 3. Yep. All right. This is your Octoling expansion for Splatoon 3 is going to be on this. Oh, by the way, Kirby will probably also have DLC on this. Why? Because they know that it works. Mm -hmm. Animal Crossing proved it. And we're going to line up every year and say, Nintendo, take my money. Do I want a Switch exclusive Mario Kart? I did. I did until February 9th. Yeah, totally. I, I honestly, <laughs> I don't, I don't care for it. And I, it's the assumption that it's going to be great that whatever the next Mario game, Mario Kart game is going to be great. And you can't really assume that there's plenty of examples where some important titles have taken a step back. Uh, and Mario Kart, I think is a good example of that in, in the, it's in the series history. This is like, what's wrong with this? Even if it, even if we have been playing this game, it's the disc that you put or the cartridge you've put in since forever. Like, it's not the same game though, because it's doubled the tracks. Like I just, I, I have, I have trouble wrapping my, my mind around that. And I challenge people to open their minds to this, this changes the game itself and also gives it a roadmap for when it's going to continuously change over the next year and a half. Mm-hmm. And the conversation now needs to go to when is the next Mario Kart game coming out? I'll tell you when 2024 or 2025. With the new with the new switch, because that's what, why? Yeah, that's because what Kato's been saying this whole time too. Listen, here's why: because that's when the DLC for this one runs out. Right. Well, to- that's By what I'm saying. The that's end the road of 2023. Map. Totally. Yeah. What else? Like, what else do you want from Mario Kart? Like, when people think like, what, what if they were to design? If you ran Nintendo, if you were to like create Mario Kart Nine or Ten or whatever they're going to call it, like, what is it? And I feel like you look to Smash as the new model of how you take a long-running series to like its ultimate destination. And that's kind of what they're achieving through this. So like, that's why I'm happy. Like, I just want a Mario Kart game with like all the tracks well, and all the characters. Yes. That's yes. when it comes down to what you're just saying too. And a lot of fans have said that the, the people that bought the 43.35 million people who bought this game, some of them or even the critics were saying this game is near perfect. Yeah. It's just missing those cart, those tracks that we didn't get uh, that they are now putting in. So now we've got the, got that. But then my point was when this came out and cause I was seeing a lot of that stuff and I was kind of disappointed in, you know, the disappointed dad, obviously, and seeing all these people complaining about something that we are finally getting right. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are you complaining? Well, first of all, we've got 43.35 million people who own the game, but only recently 8 million of those players bought it within the last year. That's So wild. how would they feel, 8 million people, right? who uh, all of a sudden Nintendo drops Mario Kart 9? Like, mm-hmm. I just bought this game, now I got to buy a new one. Because yeah. you didn't make it the right that the first so time well or something. So now you want to, you know, want to make this now I'm going to buy it. And they might not, those numbers won't be there probably because of that. I've already got eight. So why mm-hmm. am I going to buy nine? And, and Justin, oh, you this, create the DLC. <laughs> Justin has said this so many times and I, I will say he is absolutely right on this. Why would they make another Mario Kart game when this one is selling 8 million copies within the last year? The strategy of, of DLC is the way to go. It's 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 in the title, guys. Eight is a Mobius strip. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, and here's the thing, <laughs> yeah. like you said, tell me what about Mario Kart 8 is not good. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it is the best controlling Mario Kart of the entire series. Yep. It has the best visuals, the best music, the yep. best items. Modes it, for kids. It, it, the, yeah. Modes Controls. for kids and, and, and people. And the online is even good too. Accessible. Uh, the online is is great. It works well too. Tournament modes can be set up. Yep. What else would you do? I mean, besides besides adding like a double dash mode back in, what else could you do? Mm-hmm. My thing is, I'm with you, Sean. More characters. Like, I don't need a booster course pass. I need a booster character pass as well. <laughs> they I, can charge I want... me twenty five bucks for that too, and I pay it. To be honest, absolutely. This is the thing. If they charge you fifty dollars, I'm sorry, Jesse. Oh, sorry, Jesse. Wait, Jesse. Wait, Jesse. We oh, need Jesse. another gamepad to add another horn button. <laughs> yes. Another horn button. Uh, here's the thing: if they did, if they did a character pass uh, and a, and, a, and a course pass, that's fifty bucks. Yeah, that's a new game. That's I new know. Mario Kart. Yeah, that's if true. They're just not calling it Mario Kart Nine. Yeah, I'd still. Pay I, for I it. would be all over that. Um, I think it's brilliant that none of these tracks are new. I think it's great that they're going back and pulling Agreed. like a greatest hits. Um, I, I think that's a fantastic strategy because What's the one from 64 they're giving us the Choc- Warriors, Choco Mountain, Choco Mountain. Oh, yeah. I want to go back and kind of see them. See, here's the thing is you go back and you play you some, make? you go back and you play some of those tracks Yeah, and, and you play them natively on those like uh, SNES Mario Kart. Everything's flat. There's no heels. Right. Uh, you, yeah. You know, you go to you go to N64. Uh, there's hills, but maybe there's very limited visibility, or there's no jumps, or there's mm-hmm. stuff. guys. They're going to be improving these. There's going to be That's places so where true. you can fly. There's going to be shortcuts to find. There's going to be all kinds of stuff. It's going to be like a brand new game. Yeah. And so when I saw that, and I saw the breadth uh, or the width of of how far out this the the DLC is going to be sold what is like the, the the track selection screen gonna look like like it's already loaded up you've got all these i think they're gonna to go to two from like oh my oh yeah i, I could see it yeah i could totally see that you press zr to go to the next yeah i mean you know, the look, vegetable cup and the feather cup and the yeah let's keep going with it see the I, the, the, the vegetable thing it gives me hope that maybe like they're they're gonna all of a sudden wart's gonna drive out of whatever cave, oh you know in prison they're gonna they're gonna keep it and been keeping him in all these these years and he's gonna show up I'm, ah, it's so it. good we've you know we've been covering nintendo we've been podcasting about nintendo for a long long time and every single time they come out with new sales figures it's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has sold a gazillion copies and there will never be anything like Nintendo doesn't have to do anything with this game because they just keep selling stuff. So we've been talking about that narrative for a long time. And I think we've all kind of like just resigned to I'm probably not getting anything Mario Kart like ever. It's just so unrealistic. We all understand that they don't really have to. And I think that's why this hit so hard, at least for me, because I had just thought like they don't have to. I get it, Nintendo. I've stopped fighting it. And exactly when I stopped fighting it is when they gave it to me, man. And I, I, I appreciate you ending the fight. <laughs> well, I also asked, here. though, we also can't forget how much of an impact COVID had on companies mm, yeah. like Nintendo. Nintendo is not as big as, say, Sony and Microsoft. They are fighting the big game, but employee-wise or corporate-wise, they're not as big. So when COVID hit, that hit them hard. So I wonder if this was impacted as well. 
I think it's just about the right time. And I think you brought up a really good point, Tim, about how many people have recently bought this. So you can look at like the acceleration of it. Like what's the velocity of their sales and is 8 million in the last year. Is that as slow it has has been? And maybe that's why now is about time to breathe some new life into it. (laughs) Did it slow down? (laughs) Right. Like slow down to 8 million, which is insane to think about. Um, But yeah, like I think they've just, I think they've been, they could have had this ready a long time ago. Like the, to, to everybody else's point, True. we've been playing Mario Kart 8 since 2011. So it's not like this is something that they decided. They could have had it ready for the Wii U and then decided. They should have, hey, should have celebrated well. the 10 year anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Episode in the right? chat says Tokyo Burr is new. It's from the, um, that's from the mobile game. So that's the they, other. They are. That is, yeah. that is correct. I will say that they are bringing over some tour tracks, which helps makes me and gives me smoke. that maybe they'll bring over some characters they're only in tour. Uh, mm-hmm. Tour's got Charge and Chuck. Tour's got, um, you know, lot, just I, that's the one I think of off the top of my head. It's got tons of characters that aren't in Mario Kart uh, 8. Yeah. And it would be good to see them. Uh, I wouldn't there, be I, surprised I, if they slip in characters with all those tracks in each, it, each of those rounds. I agree. Like one character per track. Oh, my gosh. I, I wish that they were character. recording live recording from your living room in Mario Kart Live and create a track out of that. With, like, you got your cat in there. You got the dog hair all over the that floor. Funny. <laughs> Just a little. That, that's not a remaster or anything. I you can know, see they could have. That, and that brings up a good point, Sean, as we kind of transition here. They could have done Mario Kart Live. Uh, yeah. and been like, okay, we did it. We make, we gave you a new Mario Kart game. That That is it. Look at the last two it Mario Karts that we've gotten. It was live and tour. And it's like, we need to come back to the Switch, please. We need something back here. Yeah, they yeah, could have like, been done, and they weren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so rounding out Nintendo Direct, I, I think this is, this is uh, as Jesse said, it's Mario probably Kart one of the best. Mario Kart is still counted as a million seller. Mario Kart Live is a million seller. That is correct. Yes. Uh, one of the going back to like Kirby, thir- seeing the mouthful mode reminded me of Rotom's transformations from Pokemon. Hmm. I need to yes. get this robot thing. Man. I like it. You know what? I think we may keep him like this. Uh, I need it for just, work. That's his new like. He has to do it from now on. Uh, as we as we kind of round this out, uh, I think this is one of the best. Agreed. I can remember, but I, I was talking to Justin before it went live. If you go back and look, and I would throw this in your Google machine if you get a chance, go Google Nintendo Direct February 2021 Mm -hmm. and go look at the list of games that were announced in February 2021. It was absolutely amazing. Yep. And it set the tone for 2021. I mean, games we didn't even know about, like Mario Golf, Apex Legends was announced during that Direct. Uh, So there's Nintendo is setting a precedent for dropping massive news in February. And I'm here for it. Uh, I think that, that uh, this is a new month to watch for them. I know typically before it's been like uh, around this time, they get a little bit and then E3 and then September to kind of put you on toward the end of the year. Uh, I think that, you know, we need to watch circle February um, two years in a row is pretty good precedent. I think. And they get ahead of the others. I know we're, we're very Nintendo centric here, but like they, they're ahead of Xbox. They're ahead of, of Sony on this. Like they, neither of those have anything remotely even close to this. So if you're planning out your year right now, you look at Nintendo, you go like, I kind of, I'm going to hitch onto this little wagon. I got uh, Horizon <laughs> right. Zero, Horizon Forbidden West. Sure. And, and I, and I would expect That's them it. to have maybe something, is- maybe a little bit later, but yeah. Right. And that, yeah. there's nothing to sneeze at. There's no doubt. Well, and and what Tim has said to be fair to other to other consoles and other companies, 
COVID has had an impact that we, we, the, the public will never know. Like not, what, not until it comes how, out in the book 10 years from now. Yeah. Like, yeah, there'll <laughs> be books about it, but like, we'll never know the extent of the delays or the plans that got just flat canceled uh, for stuff. I personally, I think that Zelda 35 is a huge COVID casualty. I, I think that there was mm. more in the pipe for that and it just didn't materialize because how could it over the past two years? Right. So uh, we'll put a bow on this direct. We'll move on to a couple of game release updates. We want to let you know about February 17th voice of cards. The forsaken maiden is making its way to Nintendo switch. And uh, also remind you that final fantasy uh, six pixel remasters finally coming out February 23rd. That's going to be on steam and mobile. Uh, I, Honestly, my recommendation is this: If you want to play it and play it right, play it on Steam. Oh, I was wow. hoping we, I was hoping we'd be able to say play it on console, play it on, play it on Switch. But yeah, nope. maybe E3. We'll see. Maybe, maybe <laughs> we'll see. Well, guys, that's our news for this week. Uh, Tim, why don't we take a break and hear from our fine friends over at Manscaped? Um, sure. Um, and then after that, we got a poke minute from the robot Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I get to do the ad read this week. So hang tight. Let me see if I can do as good as Jesse or Justin does here. But, but while we get started, can I get a round of applause, please? Everyone, just a round of applause. Okay. okay. We need everybody to I clap. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Today, I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it is for your not so private parts. I'm talking about a leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe, literally. Manscaped is trust below the waist, not now trust them with the rest. So join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S. So you get your 20% off and free shipping. So any of you guys have any new products yet from Manscaped? I know we usually get products and stuff like that, but you got anything new, anything you tried? So I will say that in this uh, ultra premium collection is the shampoo. Yes. Which they sent us some of that and it's been awesome. Like I love it. Fantastic uh, scent. They also sent us some body wash. Uh, that comes in this uh, premium collection too. And it's actually really, really good. Uh, yeah. it, it is going to replace the, uh, the, the, the previous shampoo and body wash that I was using. It already has the all in one. Um, yeah. Or the two so, in one. Yeah. yeah. The all in one. I don't know. I was using a very manly three in one, which was just oh, like no. <laughs> do, do everything with one, with one Dude, liquid. Yes. Just pour it on you. And then yeah. 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 So um <laughs> So in this premium collection, you get the shampoo, you get the body wash, you get deodorant, you get a hydrating body spray, and you also get a free gift, which is uh, a three-pack of lip balm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I use yeah. the lip balm, and especially in the colder months, is very important. So Yeah, so if, like, if the whole Manscaped thing is like, I don't know about that whole below-the-belt thing, this is not. You can get some very quality products here. Other uh, areas. 
Yeah. Other areas all over. Other hairy areas, right? <laughs> yes. That's what I thought you said at first. Other areas. Areas. <laughs> areas. Yes. Areas. So, uh, yeah, you can you can get this. I mean, uh, use the code NENDADS, get 20% off and free shipping. Why not? Right? Do yes. something. Treat yourself. That's correct. That is correct. And they even have a recommended way of using the products, too. Did you know that? Like, they recommend one. You hop in the shower. That's most important, right? And you can do the scrub a dub dub that body and yeah, don't just stand in the middle wash. of your bathroom floor and use these. <laughs> then you lather your hair up. Step two and two in one shampoo conditioner. Keep your noggin toggin. <laughs> it's something that, that we don't really teach our kids and, and young young men enough, do we? We we, we like we is there a standard step by step approach right. to the shower? You just, know. There's every probably step. A, there is probably a good way to do it. Some people might be doing it completely backwards, you know. Yeah, when, be drying when off Manscaped, first and then going in the shower. <laughs> here's my question is, when does Manscaped uh, finally take a stance on if you should be brushing your teeth in the shower or not? Is that mm. when do they get into, into oral care? Something tells me, hey, by the way, you have brought this up, that you have a very uh, passionate opinion about this. Well, I, I don't know if uh, passionate is the, is the word, but I do think that I think we've, we're all very rushed in the morning. We've all got things we've got to get to, got to make the absolute most out of every moment of, of that time. So yeah, what's the most efficient way to do it? And I'd want to see what Manscaped has to say about this. Yes. You know, they're, they're getting, they're, they're, they're getting away from the areas and just taking on the whole <laughs> shower experience itself. Yes. So yeah, what what do they have to say about the the oral care? You know, let's wait. Yeah. Let's let's. See. I for one, one of those steps I have is brush my teeth in the morning while I'm taking a shower. That's right. Yeah, I can't it's beautiful. do it. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. I can't do it. It's a it's an efficiency. Uh, I, I I just can't do it. I've got a I've got a very set routine too, and it's so you and, know, get up, shower, then do medicine and and yes. teeth brushing and deodorant outside of that. Like that I makes sense. Yeah. And it will, all that so stuff. you have your five, you have your steps. They have their five steps, you know, yeah. like after I may try that. their five steps. I don't know. It's a five like step program. Five step program. And then, but their sixth step is optional and that's getting dressed. Nice. <laughs> but anyway, you mean to tell me I've that's an been wearing clothes outside all this time and I don't have to. It's optional. Pants have been optional since March 20. 21 so 2020 <laughs> why did nobody tell me this that's right well with that said get 20 percent off and free shipping again with the code nindads at manscape.com and just do it just do it Tim, it's it. funny my daughter my daughter will grab my, my my face and she says that i have a beard and it's funny like it doesn't get ever get any longer than this so it's like oh, you should see the beards out there. <laughs> I, I want you to. I want you to know, Sean, that by the the time when you come on Nintendo Dance next time, we expect a beard. I don't think. I think. Our, I think I might actually for the for the first time in years, I might actually go down to a, a real clean shave on my face. Oh, my daughter does not. She doesn't like it. She says it's scratchy. She doesn't like it. So I got you. I got oh, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Because so, the, uh, the the thing is, you once you have a beard, you can't go back. That is having it. one because right. then the kids start freaking out. Cause I've done that. I, where I've shaved everything off and man, mm. the whole family's freaking out. They're running, screaming around the house, yep. agony and pain. And <laughs> you My can't daughter shave told it. me to never shave again. Yeah. See, Jesse knows. <laughs> see, we, we follow the instructions of our daughters at one point. Maybe she will want one and I'll, I'll be I happy just, to throw it out. Like I, if I ever shave all this off, I just kind of look like, 
a potato working a robot body like Krang, <laughs> like, like just working me with controls. So That's I right. don't, I'm not, I'm not going to, it's, it's not, it's not going to happen. I, it's no shredder. You boob. <laughs> uh, you can also head over to gooder.com by the way uh and use the code nindads that's n-i-n-d-a-d-s for 15 percent off and free shipping on uh, blue light glasses sunglasses uh all kinds of other awesome products over there we definitely endorse gooder as well i'm loving my sunglasses still uh they are with me every time i go uh and i'm so thankful for them, I've even gone back and bought other pairs. Just and I've never done that. Like I before, like I, I have a rule. Pre-show, we were talking about my rule with shoes. Uh, and if you want to hear that, you can go be a ten-dollar patron and go check that out. Uh, but uh, my rule is my rule with shoes is kind of like my rule with sunglasses. I lose my sunglasses all the time, so my wife does not allow me to buy any sunglasses that were over five to ten dollars. Uh, but I have managed to hold on to my gooder sunglasses. For the longest time I've ever had a pair of sunglasses. Nice. So, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, maybe it's just sunglasses, but they are fi- fantastic quality. Again, the code NINDADS gets you 15% off and free shipping. Yes. Now I want to hear the Robo Jesse's Poke Minute. Pika, 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 you. I hate you all. The Pokemon Go Valentine's Day event started this morning at 10 o'clock and will end February 14th at 8 p.m. local time. Flabebe and her evolutions Floet and Florges make their Pokemon Go debut. During this event, lures will have double the duration. Catch candy will be doubled. Your buddy Pokemon will bring you items more often. Furfro has a new form called Heart Trim Furfro that you can select. (laughs) <laughs> the furfro must start at its natural form for it to be available to select and will cost 25 furfro candy and 10,000 stardust for each form change. Two collection challenges are now active. Trainers who complete it before the end of the event will be rewarded with encounters with female frillish and male frillish. <laughs> this is uh, now permanent. That's... <laughs> From now on. I love how it reads the Pokemon the names. names. Yes. I love it. Furfro. <laughs> furfro. <laughs> And also to other uh, part of it, I don't know, Jesse, if you had a read for this too, but the Pokemon Legends Arcus update, there was an update. Um, I did have to fake oh, the spelling to get it to pronounce some words right. Oh, okay. That's smart. That is smart. So, but there was an update and there was a couple things that were done there. So if you are an Arceus, I would say we do have the update in our Discord. And fixed an issue do. where, while offline, the screen could freeze after trying to pick up a lost satchel by throwing out a ball that contains a Pokemon. Fixed an issue that sometimes made it difficult to catch Cherum. Fixed an issue where a certain event would not occur during a particular <laughs> mission, preventing the scenario from proceeding as intended. Fixed an issue where players could obtain certain Pokemon twice instead of once only as intended, prohibiting the player from obtaining other certain Pokemon. The relevant Pokemon will appear for players who were unable to catch those certain Pokemon due to this issue. <laughs> Pokemon is never a minute. Listen, listen, there we go. I think that we need to do an entire show like this. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, I'm a, people are going to turn make, that off. Oh my can God. You make turn it say Pika, can you make it say Pika, Pika, Pikachu? I hate you all. This could be something that could be like the the post show. Just read like whatever game has some patch notes to read. Just Give be like, okay, minute. that's here it is. 
Oh, I think he said he's gonna give me give him a minute. He's probably oh, gonna yeah, like say it right. You, I hate you all. Pika, oh, Pika, Pika, Chew. I hate you all. Pika, Chew. Pika, Pika, Oh, that, that's. You know what's funny to me is that uh, if you play. Speaking of what we've been playing, we'll go. Uh, let's just go into that. Let's just go into that. So play, play that music. What, what I think is so interesting is if, if you play. Um, Pokemon Legends Arceus, when Pikachu pops up, he doesn't say Pikachu. He says Bika. Mm-hmm. Bika, Bika, Pikachu. <laughs> Does he have a cold? Is it Bika, Bika? <laughs> oh, I love it. I also love how Pikachu. How how many years is it now for Pokemon? What is what is this anniversary? 25, 35? 30. Yeah, like 26. he is still 26. He's still the only Pokemon who gets like his actual voice line. Nobody else does. Just Pikachu. All of them still make digitized murmurs and cries. Let's, oh, not an Arceus. Well, yeah, but Arceus is is nice. nice. Anyway, I haven't made it. <laughs> uh, well, Tim, why don't you? I mean, obviously, since you've beaten the game or whatever, why don't you just go on and tell us what you've been playing? I haven't beaten Arceus. That'd be Jesse. Jesse beat Arceus. Yes. Yeah, okay. Good call, Abasil. Psyduck. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but, so, but all three of us game. have been playing it. Psyduck doesn't do that in the game. Psyduck just goes, mm. we've, all been, we've all been playing Arceus. So I. Yeah. I didn't beat it. Jesse did. He's trying to get 100%, right, Jesse? In Pokemon Legends, Arceus, I rolled credits on Friday and I've been working on the post-game content. I hope to be able to get to the final final boss by next week. Nice. So, and I'm just still trying to work on the fourth star. I think I'm close to getting the fourth star. So I'm almost halfway there. How about you, Mark? I'm rank nine. So I am rank three okay rank three i actually have not gotten to put as much time into it as i wanted uh this february has turned into a busy month uh and yeah i had covid last week and was in the bed but i like three of those days i just didn't want to do anything yeah I, you're I tired you're just, not gonna yeah i laid there and watched star wars <laughs> so did when I, I when yeah. I was conscious. When I had co- I had, I did the exact same thing. I watched from episode two through five. Actually, why did you leave the first one out? Oh, you can't you can't do the first one. Although oh, I mean, I actually can. enjoy. I ended up. This is this might sound crazy. I ended up enjoying the second one more than I thought I was going to. But maybe I was just so delirious. I didn't even know you, what the hell you was may going have on. been because Attack of the Clones <laughs> is absolutely the worst. It Star really Wars is movie. right. But it's like, it, you know what? My I, you know, I think since the last time I watched it, I watched episode eight. And come out. Okay. I'm at Sean Capri at Sean like Connor Capri like the pants. Episode eight is awful. It is absolutely terrible. I'll say that much. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's no. It has, it has some great. It has some good fight scenes. Just let she, she should have just floated off into space, and that could have you could have just been done with it. Just you let mean, her go off you into mean space. After you, after you watch it, you didn't want more. No more. No no. But in any case, uh, I that actually is funny that we both I only that. watched episodes seven, eight, and nine. Mm-hmm. Because I had not seen nine since uh, being in the theater and seeing it, yeah. so that was an experience again. I, 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 the more uh, I'll I think be honest nine, with I think... you, 
Yeah. I don't I don't really like seven eight nine weren't yeah. meant for us, guys. I'm sorry. Well, That's neither, why we don't like it three, I guess, either. They were meant for my daughter who loves Ray with all of her being. Yeah, Ray's good. Ray's good. But uh can I can I get you to do this for me if you haven't? Um the script and plot of episode nine, what it was supposed to be, was leaked on the internet. It's called uh Star Wars at uh uh, Duel of the Fates. Go like read that. Yeah, I like the song, but go read that. Go read. It's on Wikipedia. Go read the plot. Uh, and man, I wish we'd have got that movie. Can we get Jesse to um, read the plot? No, <laughs> at the end of the- <laughs> no, <laughs> we can't. Uh, but maybe, maybe for post show. Post show. It's post several show. paragraphs of of. He can read a paragraph. Robo paragraph. Jesse could we could read. But yeah, we'll be, be here okay. all night. Maybe not the entire. What about like just the the scrolling credits at the start, uh, like uh, the start of every episode? <laughs> episode go, right? nine. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Tim. What? Uh, anyway, Arceus is fine. I love this game. Um, it, I like. I get the gripes. I see what people are griping about. I don't care. Yeah. I'm. I don't. I'm sorry. That's Same. that's not why. The like. Mountain textures are not why I come to Pokemon. Agreed. <laughs> yep. Like yes. I don't, man. Like I don't. I don't like kickback. Oh, and, and these mountain textures. I, I don't kick back every time game. a new Pokemon game comes out and be like, oh boy, look at the mountain textures. Mm. <laughs> uh, that's not why I'm playing Pokemon. Uh, so I'm okay with it. Um, but I think that's because like there's a line that is like a Pokemon fan. And like a big Pokemon fan, and then I'm like even below the like regular Pokemon fan. I'm just like, hey, I'm here to have a good time. I'm just a casual Pokemon fan myself. So yeah, Sean, are you playing Arceus? I am. I'm with Marty though. Like I, I don't know what has happened in February. It's just like um, I'm not nearly as far into it as I as I would like to be. And to be honest, like I saw a lot of people beat the game like the Monday after it came out. I'm like, well, obviously, I'm just like. doing something wrong with my entire life uh but i it's same i'm right yes it's like i don't know. I, I well jesse and, and his son you know it's i don't know like they all rolled it blew credits. me away like early this week they're like yeah. y'all completed the pokedex <laughs> yeah like not even just like mainline the game like this super involved thing that because you can do all, i keep getting caught up in side mission side missions and stuff and just like well, Tim, uh, we know you're never going to beat this game. You're just going to wander around, and it's going to be like Breath I, of the that's Wild. what happens. That's what I'm still five years in the Breath of the Wild, still wandering around on the southeast. Sean, can you believe this? Of the map, <laughs> he's not beating Breath of the Wild. Neither I haven't I. even opened up all the map. I haven't I'm still it either. Like, I got southeast corner of the map. I still. Oh, well, that's right. That you said I, you don't. You and you guys, you just don't. You and I'm with you. Like we sample games. That's what we do. We just game sample. I can't. I I keep getting on. I'm on. I'm lit on fire, man. I can't. I can't go. I can't beat the the final, the final space. I can't get on the mountain. It's too hot, and I haven't. <laughs> it's been eat too some, long now. I can't go back things. now. You're, you're even know, farther I, than and, me. You and Justin are both farther, way farther than me. So yeah. What 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 that's telling me, Sean, is it's time to start over. Fake fan. Um, no, no. You're not a fake fan. <laughs> you got to start over. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm I'm okay. I don't think you I, need to start over. No, it's not necessary because it's. I don't think it's necessary to start over. It's like each person that we've we said it when the game came out, and all and all the way up till now, 
every person plays this game differently. And whether you've got the time or you don't have the time, you're still enjoying it. You're playing the game. Good for you. And I know the guys joke about it when in the discord with me, like, like John from the dads after dark, he'll always post Zelda crying. Every time I talk about a different game, other than breath of the wild, (laughs) Zelda is crying into Link's arms because I'm talking about another game. So, and I'm like, yeah, shush you. <laughs> I'm playing. Yes, I'm talking I, about I, I'm the, with the you, game. though. Like, I honestly don't know. Like, how are, where do people have the time? I don't know, man. I'm getting I'm, my I'm fill a sampler here, for though. sure. Definitely. I, like with Arceus, it's not obviously very different games. There are maybe some comparisons that you could make between the two, but I am getting my my Breath of the Wild fill with this one. Even if nothing else, even just the font, the menus, like they kind of all, they give the music. Music for sure. Yeah. Yes. It's good. Art it's style good. is fairly kind of there. Yeah. I, I'm getting my, my fill on that. And I can only do so many of these forever games. Um, and also I think I, I probably could have jumped back into breath of the wild this whole time, but you all it's should have been out, you know, by now. And I've never wanted to get my fill of Zelda only for them to come out with another game right away. So I kind of just wish they would have told us a long time ago. So I could figure out what to do on that front. But, <laughs> right. Yeah. What else you been playing, Sean? That's really, honestly, that's I, I played a couple of moments of a game called Star Horizon because I was looking for like a little bit of a Star Foxy feel. And oh, okay. um, I might, they, <laughs> I'd like for Nintendo at the end of the year to, you know, how they give you the wrap up for the games you played the most. I want to see how much time I'm spent in the eShop. I want to, because that's probably my most played game. <laughs> that's what Star you've been Horizon, one of those, <laughs> Star, Star Horizon, one of those free games where you had to chain it together uh, like no this this one i definitely paid for but it was um it was on sale to a pretty extreme extent and just like a behind the ship in space kind of laser shooter i just wanted to go pew pew some stuff and i wouldn't recommend it i was just is it the uh no gravity game uh games that made that one yeah dude this game was free that Um, was the free one wasn't it yeah right around thanksgiving oh this game was free right around like a a weekend day two it was that 12 games for Christmas or whatever thing they were doing over yeah. for December in Canada. <laughs> no, everywhere. I, I, I don't know. Or if maybe it was, it was only in North America. Well, this, well, North Canada is North America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I'm Marty. laughs> Dang, I forgot. So is Mexico. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It's, I mean, it's America's hat and boots. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I get the, the pricing and stuff like that. But now that you mentioned, I did start playing that game a little bit because I tried it when I was trying to play each, every game we got for free in that. And that one stood out to me for sure. I, I do like how the, the battle mechanics are in that for the, and it is kind of like, do you feel like that scratches that star Fox? No. Itch? Okay. No, I didn't think that it really controlled all that well, to be honest with you. And I don't think like the, even just the shooting didn't feel very satisfying. I, okay. I was missing, you know, star Fox is star Fox. Unfortunately has fallen a, a long way over the years because I feel like the controls of Star Fox 64 in particular, like just a lot of the games in 64, actually, the, the Z targeting in Zelda and then just like the lock on mechanic in Star Fox 64, the way that that helped you take care of, of um, groups of enemies. And then you got like bonus points for it, which helped you achieve bonus objectives in each mission, which helped you get like secret areas and things like Star Fox is really special. I didn't get a sense of any of that in okay. this game, unfortunately. Yeah, I didn't play it long enough to no. see if it would fill that gap there but okay but it was also such an inexpensive purchase that i was completely it was basically like a demo i was totally yeah. fine with just like giving it a shot going like yeah 
I probably should be spending time in Pokemon instead. <laughs> right. Yeah. I get it. It is a fun time though. Like, I, you know, if, if people are a little bit bored or they're just looking for something to do, I really enjoy just spending like $7 and picking up three or four games on the eShop. Just like, okay, now I'm playing as a cat and I'm hopping on a couple <laughs> platforms and grabbing a bowl of milk. You're talking <laughs> yes. about cattails. There's a couple cat games. Actually, it's a whole genre. You guys, it's like dot yeah, cat there milk there and yeah. cat and mm-hmm. That's true. New, new, uh, uh, new stuff. Speaking of flying games, I wanted to, uh, or shooting games, I want to throw this one out here. Um, I I noticed this on the eShop not long ago, and I brought it to uh, the attention of a good friend of the show, uh, Chris Logal, Chris Chris HL94. Uh, This game is called Pixel Game Maker Series Thunder Striker. Uh, There is is a, a, a little sub-series of games that's that's popping up in the eShop pretty regularly that's being made from the Pixel Game Maker uh, that you can download on uh, Steam. And you can make these games and submit them to the eShop. Uh, do you guys remember a Game Boy game called Solar Striker back in the day? Yes. Nintendo first-party title. Yes. Um, really obscure. Really obscure. Okay? Okay. Probably first, second year of the Game Boy. Uh, it was just a uh, just a uh, a straightforward um, vertical shmup. Not very many options for like you know upgrades or anything. This game is like the spiritual successor of that, and it's brilliant. Uh, it looks like it's designed to look like the old pea soup colored Game Boy screen, right? right. With just the grays. And um, it's it's just a joy. Uh, I like I, it's not. I want I want to be clear. It's nothing special. Like don't expect like bells and whistles and all kinds of stuff. There's like a filter that will make it look more like you're playing on Game Boy. That's about it. Music is is great for what it is. Visuals are awesome considering the limited color palette. Uh, it's twelve bucks on the eShop if you're looking for oh, wow okay. old school shmup goodness. This is your game. Uh, and, and today, there's a brand new Pixel Game Maker series game today on the eShop that is basically Double Dragon. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you need to go check these games out. I mean, there's some of them that have really, like, they've got a puzzle game. Um, I can't remember the, the, um, the name of it. Jewel something or other. Um, here it is. There's, there's one called jewel links that is out. Uh, there's one called medium knot. All of these are out right now, uh, on the switch eShop made with pixel game maker, uh, MV. And they look just like they belong on the old game boy. Nice. So cool. So cool. Bit of retro nostalgia. And, uh, that's like that and Arceus. That's what I've been playing. Excellent. Awesome. Jesse, did you have any more games or are you just knocking out Arceus? One thing that bothers me with the game is the noticeable texture pop-in when flying around on the Braviary. Oh, okay. I still want to get that. <laughs> that was any the other... only game I played. Okay. Gotcha. And for me... Uh, You're bothered yeah, by I... those mountain textures, aren't you? <laughs> uh other than Arceus, uh, I had to take a step away from Arceus just and the to trees try to and grass. Yeah, trees and grass. 
That's in the rocks. Don't forget the rocks. <laughs> um, I stepped away to try a few few new games that came out recently. First off was Ali Ali World. I, oh, got, I was going to ask about that. I got to try that out and play that. There was no embargo, so I was able to play that like Saturday before the game came out on Tuesday. So I did a stream of that, and that that is everything everybody's hyping it up to be. It's such a fun game. The music is awesome. It controls well once I figured it out. <laughs> I don't know if um, Hambo and Johnny's still in there. I think he was he was there to witness that uh, that failure on my side, or maybe it was solo something. But uh, somebody came in and was like, we were talking about the controls, and I'm like, oh, actually, it's just easy. All you got to do is use the, the left joystick to control what you do on your skateboard. Uh, I was thinking it was like some of the other skateboarding games where you had to, you know, use your left stick and, and also use your, you know, buttons like A, B, X, Y combinations to do different movesets. No, you don't. There, there's a few things you can do with that, but it's mainly just, you know, you, you, you're doing almost like a kind of like a street fighter motion in a lot of ways in your, in your joystick to, you know, yeah, you can flick up or flick down or left or right, but then you can start doing a little bit more complicated uh, motions like, you know, a half a circle or half a moon or uh, down in a full circle all around and all these different combinations with just the, the joystick, the left joystick gets you different moves. Once I got that figured out, I was able to start racking up points and knocking out the tasks that you get for each of the levels in, in the world. And there are sections within the world too, that you can, you basically get into and you're basically, you got that, you go into it, you get these tasks, you got your basic tasks of, you know, complete without crashing essentially without wiping out. Um, they call it basically without getting a checkpoint. Cause if you do crash, you get, you get the chance of going to a checkpoint and then trying again from the checkpoint, or you can reset yourself from the beginning. If you don't use the checkpoint, then you get points for that you get, you know, a task done there. And then there's other things like don't, don't take out balloons or, uh, cross the path of one of the, of one of these other players or something like that. So there's all these different tasks that you can do that add points and then complete to, uh, get your star for that particular level for, for that section of the board. So, Lots to do, lots of replay, and there's even DLC that you can get to to give give you even more things to do in there. Plus, customization of your player. Uh, so you got your cartoony looking player, almost kind of like um, uh, what's that one cartoon on Cartoon Network that everybody used to be into? Um, uh, you have to narrow down just I know. a little more than that cartoon on Cartoon right, Network, right? With uh, Adventure time. Yeah. Adventure time. Nailed it. Okay. Uh, so Marty, you're on mute. So. I know I, I <laughs> mute myself. And then, it does look a lot like adventure time. You're yeah, it has kind of like an adventure time feel to it, but it's an absolute blast. It, it, if you like your skateboarding games, this is definitely one to pick up. Um, and it's not 3d like your, you know, Tony Hawk games, but you got your 2d side scrolling type environments. Uh, but you do kind of go, in the foreground and background area kind of going back and forth. So just animation is pretty sweet. So I haven't gotten far enough in to say if anything else happens in there, there seems to be more going out of the game than I got into. Um, but just in that little bit that I've played, um, 
is definitely worth a, a shot and, and checking that out. So uh, the other game that I've been playing is Ocean's Heart. Um, we got a review code for that as well. It is a definitely a Zelda-like game, like your, your Link to the Past um, type, you know, top-down Zelda. You wake up in a bed, you hop out, and you start playing your adventure. Uh, basically, you are... Excuse me, your young lady who lives with her sister and dad in a bar and your dad takes care of a bar or tavern uh, on an island and you get visitors all the time and all that kind of stuff and you help run it. And but your dad is a a ex-Navy soldier and you want to go on adventures like he used to and all that kind of stuff. But your adventure gets you get sent to go b- pick up a bottle of whiskey from a cave for to celebrate uh, one of your uh, townspeople's uh, uh, events or something like that, or to help them because they had a rough day or something like that. So you have to go off to this cave where all the drinks are stored, and you go get this bottle of whiskey. And during that time, your the island is attacked by pirates. You find this out by coming out of the cave and finding out that your best friend was kidnapped by the pirates. And so your dad is off trying to go rescue your best friend and says, they'll be right back. And then the story continues to say six months later, he hasn't returned. So you as the character are going to find out what happened to your dad and your best friend because they haven't returned in six months. And the writing is just fantastic as well. I've had a few chuckles and a few laughs out of this writing in the game. Um, but so far it's been the same things you get out of a Zelda game. You get a weapon that will help with puzzles. Um, you, you pick up things, you get bombs to blow up walls that you find suspicious that could be blown up, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's in, it's a 10 to 12 hour game in total to, to play and beat. So you could probably beat it in a weekend if you, you know, were laid up and had nothing else to do. <laughs> or maybe a couple weekends like me where I play a couple hours at a time. So, but uh, again, I highly recommend checking out this one. If you're, especially if I you're a Zelda fan one up and plan on playing it after Pokemon. Yes. Yes. It scratches that 2d Zelda itch. Cause we don't know when we're going to get that one, anything like that soon. So, and then finally, uh, this came out today as well, or when you're listening to this, it would have been yesterday retro bowl. I knew Nintendo you Switch. were going to talk about this one. <laughs> I picked up that one. It is a kind of like a, another one uh, that's throwing back to the Tecmo Bowl type games, but an updated version that has the, it does have the NFL teams in it, just not the players. So you can, you know, pick up, uh, well, it's the cities, but you know, they do AFC and NFC and you can be like, I can be the Detroit lions. Um and or, or anything like that but it's basically it's pretty straightforward and um how much is this game it's five bucks so it was like what the heck i'm gonna pick it up i've heard a lot of good things about it and it's pretty straightforward where you are a gm of a team and you play coach as well um where you're the gm where you manage this uh the team as a whole with the players, the coach, the coaching staff, uh, the stadium facilities around the stadium, like the training facilities, the rehab facilities, all that kind of stuff. All this stuff goes into play into how your players play as well as the 
the the crowd and all that kind of stuff. And then the only part of the football game you actually play, and this may be a downside for some people is the offense. You don't play defense. So when your team goes to, goes to the defensive side, it's all done via text really quick. It just says, this is what happened by the other team on their offense. You stopped them or you didn't stop them, blah, blah, blah. And then it's, then it's like, then it's back to you on offense, which is really quick gameplay. Like it's two minute quarters and all that kind of stuff. And then really most of the time you're going to be spending is managing your team afterwards. And then you get to go back in and play it. So right now it's pretty cool. I'm liking it. I just did a first round. I did went through the tutorial, played a game that they start you in and then uh, got back out of it uh, and started managing the team again. So uh, I can't say, you know, this is a fantastic football game. You need to go and buy it right away yet. Uh, but for five bucks, I mean, Hambo and Johnny got to see me play it a little bit in our discord because I shared it there and he was like, oh, five bucks, I'll pick it up. So, um, and it's, I wanted to try to support a football game, uh, an American football game on the Nintendo switch. So that maybe, places you know like that other small place ea sports they do a little game called madden you know i'm hoping maybe one day we'll get that on the switch <laughs> but it, you know this is something that's pretty fun that's uh so far that i'm i'm enjoying so those that's what i've been playing it's funny knowing this is coming i was uh hanging out with some students last night uh at my church and i looked down and there's a kid playing this on his phone yes oh, wow yeah, playing it's a uh, and that, yeah, because he came from there and I was like, do you really enjoy this game? He's like, oh, yeah, I love it. I was like, you have a Nintendo Switch? He was like, yeah. I said, you know, it's coming to Switch like really soon. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no way. That's awesome. He's like, I already spent way too much time on it right now. Yeah. The only downside, the other downside to it is uh, there's no online against other people. It's just just you in the game. There are going to be leaderboards from what I understand if there isn't already. Um, so I guess something there along those lines, you'll be able to compare yourself with your friends if they have the game. But, uh, other than that, there's no, there's no, you know, I can't play somebody else. And that makes sense now that I played it. Cause before, when I heard it was no online component, it makes sense because you're, you, there's no defense. Yeah. So yeah, be, be interesting. I guess maybe retro bowl two will have something like that, but it's, for somebody like me who's been dying for a more current football game for the Switch, um, n- nothing bad about the Tecmo Bowls and all that kind of stuff. Just saying I wanted something more current and new. Even though this is a throwback to Tecmo Bowl, it's still new, has some new mechanics in it, and I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah. This is really all, all you want. Yeah. For retro football. Yeah. Well, guys, that's what we've been playing. Let's uh, turn on the community spotlight, shall we? All right, guys. So our community spotlight this week is focused on Mr. Sean Capri, the Internet's own Sean Capri. Uh, Sean, uh, you have been a friend of the show for a super long time from the very beginning. Uh, you're a fantastic, uh, podcaster and, uh, producer of all things for video games, but an even better friend. Uh, and, uh, we are very grateful for you being on the show tonight. Why don't you tell people where they can find you about all of your many ventures and just basically anything 
you would uh, good you would want to say about yourself right now to attract people to uh, you and to listen to your product? Thanks, man. Well, I joked about it on Twitter today. I said uh, the reason I had kids was so that I could jump on and be invited to Nintendo Dads. But of course, I've uh, you're right. We've been friends for a long time, even before. Uh, my kids and Lincoln will be five in April. So yeah, we've been at this a little while and, you know, even just hearing that, that the, the, the sound bites and the bumpers that Jesse plays throughout this thing, like it's, it's really special, man. I, and I know that there's a lot of people out there um, who listen to the show who would kill to be able to be invited to on, on the show. So I don't take that for granted for a, for a split second. Woo! I'm really grateful. Woo. I'm, I'm, <laughs> That's exactly the energy I was going for, Jesse. Appreciate it, man. Um, yes. it, it, it is not lost on me that the community surrounding Nintendo Dads is something that's really, really special. And to be invited on, it's like it's um, not everybody gets to do this. So it's, it's very, very cool. I like ignoring my family so that I can uh, jump on and podcast with you guys. We, we all do. Exactly. We, <laughs> we Shut up, do. guys. I'm on a show. Leave I'm on a podcast. Go here, Lincoln. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> no, I it's, love it's, my kids, guys. I love my kids. Just shut up. Shut up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's very, very cool to be here and a very exciting week. And yeah, I just really appreciate you guys um, having me on. And even if it is just to fill a Canadian quota, I am, I'm totally good with that. Um, we, we would let you on even if you, even if you weren't Canadian. Uh, oh, wow. You know I'll, t- I'll take it. Yeah, man. Anytime I will take it. Uh, yeah, I, I have caught the sickness a number of years ago. I started podcasting and then couldn't stop and just kept rolling out new show after new show after new show. Um, but yeah, currently, currently what people can check out is, uh, every week I have sweet hangs with strangers from the internet on a show called we, the gamer cast. Um, and people can check that out. We talk about life and video games and that's been super fun to do. Um, but if you're more inclined towards the Nintendo stuff, I do a, about a 40 minute show every week called the Nintendo drive with my good friend console Kato. She is the sauciest potato who happens to run just the most amazing animal crossing YouTube channel on the internet. She is like, I'll actually plug her instead. She is, she is hundreds of uh, subscribers away from a hundred thousand subs. Wow. Random crossing channel, youtube.com slash console. Go over there and follow her. If you have not, honestly, it is top quality. And, and actually it was Bobby Pauls who introduced me to her. And I'm so glad that he did. Um, when I was yelling and screaming about all the anti-consumerisms that animal crossing brought to the table of one save per Island or one Island per console, whatever it was, um, I found her channel and it was, it was just excellent. And we've, we've become really great friends over the last, I guess, a year and a half or so. And we do the Nintendo drive together. And mostly I would say we shop the eShop and answer questions. It's, it's been an amazing ride over on the Nintendo drive and people can check that out on podcast services. Um, I also do a show called the Xbox drive, about a 40, 50 minute show every week as well. Cover everything. Xbox what we're playing on over there. Uh, get your ball on. And yeah, man, it's a, uh, we've got a wonderful community uh, with the Umi Capri community. It kind of captures all the, all the other podcasts that we've got going on over there. And um, something else uh, that's just kind of new is the community is, is starting these, um, it's almost like a book club. It's called the Backtrackers. It's a video game book club. Uh, the, the community decides a game that everybody's going to play and they're going to get together on a Saturday morning and, and talk about it. And then a game that they're, everybody's currently playing right now is Spirit Fair, which is an absolutely gorgeous little indie game. I think you guys have talked about it on the show. Um, it's available on 
so many different platforms. And so it's, it's not even just Nintendo. A lot of people can get together. And if, if you want to get together with friends and strangers from the internet, play a game, if you've been wanting to have kind of almost like that podcast experience, it's a really cool thing happening in, um, in our discord. And probably the best way to, to capture all that is on Twitter. And I'm at Sean Capri, Sean, like Connery Capri, like the pants. Awesome. Uh, and if you're not following Sean and not following all his exploits and everything else, go right now, give him a follow quality content, even more quality human being. Thanks, man. Yeah. And so I, can, uh, I, can, I know uh, I mention this all the time, but every time I, I see you, Sean, I can always remember the times we would talk on the old monthly Nintendo dads, uh, Google meetings or whatever they were. Yes. Google meet. Uh, yeah. Oh, I remember those. Those Google hangouts. Uh, I still have it here. This is how I exclusively chat with, uh, I mean, other than in person, uh, this is how I chat with my wife is using hangouts. So all the old stuff, it's all right there. It's <laughs> yeah. like, it's her and then all Nintendo dads, Nintendo guru. Here's, nice. yeah, here's Justin Madison here. Yeah. Like wow. it's all right here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah a lot of years. So uh, as we, uh, so, Y- y'all go f- look. I'm I'm all discombobulated. Go f- go follow Sean. Like I said, quality Thanks, uh, quality stuff, quality content, even better quality human being. Uh, you uh, you uh, need to go follow him and check out some of the shows. And Cato too, man, she's killing it. Um, just so good. So everything good. under the you me Capri umbrella. Need it's to like, follow that. Yes. It's like uh, you know Nintendo had that seal of quality. That's that's. You need a you mean well, we, we don't quality. need to go that far. That's, that's we, we, <laughs> come on, man. Look, I no, appreciate I'm, it. I honest. appreciate it. Kato's like, got you, you the, touch the seal it. quality. Kato's you touch got it, it that, turns man. to gold. It's good. No. Uh Fun. speaking of podcasts, uh, Tim, why don't you do a quick rundown of what's coming up on the Nintendo Dads Family Podcast uh sure this thing. week? Yep. So sure thing. Uh of course. Um we didn't get to mention it in the event section, but next Friday is the third Friday of the month we'll be doing the dinner table where everybody gets together in our discord and chats about whatever we want to chat about, which will probably be the Nintendo direct. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be the big topic. And like last, uh, last month where we talked a lot of star Wars and Marvel and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to talk about star Wars, uh, the Boba Fett, um, show as well as and all that kind of stuff so a lot of that stuff we talk about and i don't record those anymore so if you want to be a part of it you got to be a part of it live because i found that a lot of people are a little bit more open when we don't record it we we and are a little bit more comfortable as well so we're just there to have fun and we i think the last time too we were up to like four o'clock in the morning a lot of us too so and they Eastern standard time. <laughs> so we were up pretty late, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, anyways, the other podcasts that do record, we do have the retro logic, which they just had episode 69 that they also had the dad's after dark show on. So they were there. They did a special episode with them where they talked about explicit content um, and all that kind of stuff. And a little bit of Mario party as well. So go give that a listen. Episode 69. If you know nice. what that is, then you would know why the Dad's After Dark show was there. <laughs> Speaking of Dad After Dark show, episode 91 just dropped as well. What would Link do without his fairy was one of the questions they addressed. Was Game Pass worth it in 2021? 
And how much are your children worth on the open market? <laughs> wow. <laughs> those are some serious dads after dark show topics. So again, find those guys uh, on your podcast and YouTube. They, both of those guys, retro logic and dads after dark show have YouTube channels as well. So go check those out. And then last but not least, you got game pass news that, uh, they said their ultimate goal is to compete with the Xbox drive and, and take them over. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Bring it on. I'm kidding. No, they, you guys have been on the show, right? With uh, game pass news. Or Sean? No, no, not yet. No, no. Oh my gosh. We need to open to it. shame. Oh my gosh. What the heck? I'll drive over. All right. So episode 39, Nick and Sean hosted that. And they talked about Sony in the acquisitions race. And should you buy the X screen, which is that uh, screen that you can attach to the Series S, uh, biscuits and cookies, which is UK versus US, <laughs> and then all the things this week and Xbox Game Pass. So that's what's been going on in our family podcasts. It's uh, it's cookies. I'll just go ahead and settle it. It's cookies. It's cookies. Uh, let's get into some questions from the community. Uh, rounding out the show here. Uh, this one comes from email from Bruce Patterson. He says, thank you for the birthday shout out yesterday. I was wondering what your opinion is regarding Nintendo switch online expansion pack. Now that we're seeing games that get DLC included in the expansion pack. Why do you think not all DLC games are included in this pack like Metroid and super smash brothers? I believe there will be more and the value is much better now with the addition of Mario Kart. Uh, to be honest, Bruce, I think you answered your own question there. What do we we talked about this earlier in the show uh, with the Mario Kart DLC? It is much better now. Um, I think that uh, as games get added, there is going to be more focus on the value, right? And that's one of the things that they've talked about in the in the past is how do we up the value of this online subscription? Well, you do it by packing the DLC in, uh, and I think over time it's it's simply uh, going to become invaluable as they add Splatoon and, and other things. What do you, what do you guys think? Do you think they'll actually, I think there's a possibility if it goes longer than what we think about having a, a Mario Kart nine coming in 2024, 25, that there's a definitive version that you can buy with all the DLC. Oh, that's, that's for sure coming. <laughs> that's for sure coming. Right. Because money. And then they pack uh, it in with the that's switch. That's really smart. Yep. Yep. Mario Kart Switch OLED uh, or Nintendo Switch OLED with Mario Kart 8 Definitive Edition. Yes. Make the title so long you actually don't get a picture on the box art. It's, it's just, just all it gonna, text. Now, it's at just that text. point, is it Mario Kart 8 <laughs> Deluxe Redux uh, Definitive Edition Gold Standard? Um, exactly. Yes. Exactly. And Knuckles. Championship uh, Edition. And Knuckles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Turbo. Excuse Turbo. me. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, as far as uh, why Metroid and, and Smash aren't in there, Smash was already going to be finished before this happened. It already was finished, I think, before the expansion pass launched. Uh, so I think that they're still they're probably still making money off that individually. By the way, as well, Metroid, um, it's it's free right it will now. Will likely be it's, a part of the expansion pack. Free? You DL think it will? LC hmm. doesn't really matter. If it gets to the point where there is paid DLC in Metroid, it will likely be a part of the expansion pack. I agree DLC with that. doesn't really matter. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I'll yeah. agree with that. Uh, let's head over to Patreon for some questions uh, from our Patreon folks. 
Uh, Jason asks, is Marty going all in on Xenoblade Chronicles 3? No. <laughs> uh, and then Frendo replied, if by all in you mean a deep depression, a definite maybe, he looked like he was watching the end scene from Old Yeller. Well, yeah, yeah that was your one much, more thing. They, they were pretty much killing the direct uh, at that point. Um, like I said earlier, if it's for you, I'm happy. Look at you. It's called growth. It's called, you know, trying to grow a little bit. Uh, Nintendo also asks us this with the new courses, what Super Mario Brothers characters would Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Plus benefit from? Then he says this and blesses all of us with this statement Please, no more metal or baby characters. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely like to see some Super Mario Brothers 2 love, Birdo, Wart, Mouser. Ooh. Yes. Um, all right. Right around the horn right here. Everybody gets one character and you say it and it's in Mario Kart 8 DLC. Who is it? Goomba Stack. <laughs> Goomba Stack yes. DLC. You know what would be great is if they did that and when it went under tunnels, it knocked some of the Goombas off, but then it started stacking up as you went. Oh, yeah. that's so good. That's great. Can I, get, uh, can I get Bullet Bill as an actual racer? <laughs> even though he's a, a weapon? He just flies you have to run the them over again. Piranha plant. <laughs> Piranha plant? No, I my real answer, and this comes from um, you know, we, we talked about games that we were playing before. What I'm what I've been playing a lot is actually Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with my kids. They've really discovered that. And um, as we're going through the characters, I'm like, where's Toon Link? Wait a minute, Toon Link isn't in this game. So I want Toon Link added as part of all this, please. There you go. Um, well, he said Super Mario Brothers characters, so I'll say Wart. I've already said it, but you, it's okay, guys. It's okay. Your 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 picks still count. No, nope, Toon Link don't care. I had Bullet Bill, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just Sean. Oh, yeah. They can't follow directions. I just can't <laughs> follow rules. Uh, not a big deal. Uh, yeah, those. I would. I definitely like. I would love to see. Uh, a, a Super Mario Brothers 2 themed course. That'd oh, cool. that's great. Yes. Yeah. Like a subcon course. That'd be great. But that's not going to happen because they like to believe that that game never existed, I think. Okay, here's, I mean, my, they just here's based... my Mario answer. How about the eel from Mario 64, the thing in the ship? How about that? I'll take it. Is that better? Is that better? That works. Okay. <laughs> the scary eel. It has to be in uh, 64 retro graphics. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maximum of nine polygons. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. That's that's fantastic. Sparky says this. Hello. Happy Friday from long-term listener and patron Sparky. What a great direct, eh? Anyway, yeah. has there ever been a game you can remember really enjoying, really, really enjoying, and then for some reason – it decided to change up the mechanics of gameplay and you totally lost interest in it, leaving yourself asking, why did they ever think that was a good idea? This happened to me recently playing Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I was loving the game, looked and sounded amazing, fun to play. Hours in, they suddenly introduced a new mechanic where you can drill through sand. It was out of kilter with existing mechanics and so annoying to control. Although, in fact, I, I just caught enough. In fact, I called it a day. What a shame. Any similar stories for games you've enjoyed to a point in the past? I feel personally attacked on this Ori story. I knew. I knew. <laughs> oh my gosh, that game is that game is wonderful. Holy cow! Uh, it's an interesting, but it, it could take anything. Like it's it's not a shot on the experience. Like it's all individual to everybody. That it could just it doesn't take a whole lot to go like mm, not this. 
not this, please. Yeah. I'm struggling to to think of something. I have one. I immediately thought of this. Go for it. And so I I think this is going to make somebody mad, but I don't care. Uh, The messenger. Okay. Oh, the switch. The yeah. The the ninja game. The ninja game. Yeah. 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 But like, Uh, isn't that the one that went from like eight to 16 bit? Yeah. I don't mind that. That's not what I minded. Okay. Um, About halfway through the game, it changed from like progression to Metroidvania and they did it in the most annoying way possible. Mm. Like it, it, the game became, I finished it, but I like the, the, the way that they worked the Metroidvania stuff in made it incredibly difficult and it just changed the feel of the game. Mm -hmm. And so I just, to this day, I I probably won't replay that even though I really, I, I did enjoy the game. It just, I, that did not, it was, uh, I had I had one that was similar where I got the shock of it, the change up, and it was like, I don't like this. I want to go back to the way it was playing before. But as I played more, I I warmed up to it and understood why it was doing that. And then it was like, okay, now I'm okay with this. And this might shock Jesse, or maybe he's un, he probably has an idea where I'm going with this, but it was actually the most recent game I played, Inscription. Because when I played that, it was it was based on one way to play, and then all of a sudden, this is part of the game. It switches up on you, and and it still kind of plays the same, but it's different graphically and all that kind of stuff. And just how you go about going to play it, and some of the card mechanics were a little bit different. Just kind of threw me off. I was like I was just getting into my groove of playing the way it was set up in the first act of the game, and then all of a sudden it switched it up in the second ha- act, and I'm just like what's going on? I want to go back to the other one. But like I said, as I played a little bit further, got through it, I was like, okay, I'm fine with this. I understand what's going on now. So I had something similar, but I was able to get through it. This happened to me in Final Fantasy X when they somehow turned a turn-based battle system into a grid-based strategy battle. That's as far as I got in this game. Okay. The only one I can really think of it, I don't know if it's quite as like instant game changing and like uh, impacting the rest of the game, but uh, the dousing function in in Skyward Sword, especially on the Wii, I just felt like I didn't want any part of it. And every time it popped up, I'm like, no, just I, I don't want to. Do you remember what I mean? Like you kind of like you're pointing around and you're you're kind of like sensing that there's something off in the distance and it's pointing you in the right direction. I just, I really, really hated that. And luckily it wasn't like, significant part but every time it did pop up i'm like i'd just rather not do this please but i always had to push through it in order to finish the game you you know the 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 very first playthrough of and i I didn't even finish it because the Wii uh quit reading discs and Mm -hmm. and i lost my save nintendo deleted it when i sent it to get it fixed uh there were a lot of moments playing the the very motion-based skyward sword that i said do i have to do this again yeah yeah yeah, I'm so glad they fixed it because I, it finally let me play through the game, and I loved it. I loved when it, it too. Was on on Switch, mm-hmm. I, like Zelda and motion controls. I mean, they, it sounds cool, but then you play it. Yeah, I just want tennis with motion controls. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and soccer strapped to my leg. Yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> yes, and added at a later date. Uh, so yeah, I hope <laughs> that. 
I hope that answered. Yeah, bowling. Bowling's good. I hope that answered your question, Sparky. Uh, Bruce also says on, he, he said this on email, but he also says on Patreon, I'm happy that Mario Kart 9 will be available in the expansion pack of the NSO. <laughs> oh, I see what he did there. I love this. Uh, Deontay Hancock says, this direct filled my heart, emptied yeah. my wallet, yep. and filled Kirby's mouth. Nice. Uh, why did they do this to my Kirby? <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I think it's like I love the, you know which one killed me? Was vending mouth vending machine vending mouth yeah. vending machine mouth <laughs> the names the names and all it. of yes. them the are fact that they up. have a name yeah yes. and you know there's going to be more that they didn't show yep um they're going to be really the, the thing that, that kills me that. is it's going to be it's going to be great at the end of the game when you go to the center of the moon and King DDD is too big for Kirby to to inhale so you get to control him and bust out before the moon explodes. All right. Some of you will see what I did there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Uh, Question from Twitter. Mecha Dragon asked two questions. Uh, Jesse, you can go ahead and be queuing this up. We'll do the second one first. So you can do this. Uh, What this is just for you. Nobody else gets to answer this. Uh, What JRPGs did you find interesting from the Nintendo Direct? Uh, And then for everyone else, what song, music, or genre do you all like to listen to? when you need to focus, study, or play games? EDM. Wow. Cool. That's, that's, uh, I put that, that's, I immediately put that on. And actually, we have a, a listener of the show, Anoxis, who is a DJ, and he's been putting stuff out on an app that I listen to his stuff while I work, and it keeps me in the zone, and it's a lot of... Uh, you know, techno type house yes. EDM stuff. So, cause there's no words, there's nothing to distract me. It's just, you know, a lot of party stuff. <laughs> and I'll just be sitting there grooving and just, yeah. do, yep, doing all that kind of stuff. Yep. So that's what I listen to when I'm trying to focus. Yeah. I can't have words, can't have lyrics. I'm, I'm kind of the same as you, but I don't know if it's quite as energetic for me. I like, I'm really into a lot of different video game soundtracks. Actually, it worry comes to mind for sure. Celeste is something I've got on the go right now as we speak, actually, but well, not literally as we speak, but earlier today I was listening to Celeste, which has a great, a great soundtrack. So, and now we can do Pokemon on, on, on YouTube or online. We can listen to that, those soundtracks too. Yeah. Um, for me, it's just like the uh, on repeat ten hours of I like to move it, move it. Oh, stop! <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Uh, there is a if you if you'll go to YouTube and Google um, or, or search on YouTube, uh, Lo-Fi Girl. There's a there's a I, I love Lo-Fi when I'm when I'm studying or working. Um, there's like there's she has uh, different playlists on there, and it changes all the time. And actually, you can go you can go find those on uh, Apple music or Spotify as well. And uh, it's um, like music to study or relax to your music. To, there's another one, music to sleep to. Uh, that's really good. Adds in some rain and mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, I like that. And, and you're right. It's gotta be wordless. Yeah. It's gotta be, I mean, like, you know, there's, there's songs for different occasions, you know, there's songs for, for like that. You get out and you're driving on the open road. You need to get somewhere quick. You're going to listen to Highway to the Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. You know, and, and, and so, Tim knows what I'm talking about, don't you? 
just speed goes up five miles an hour. That's immediately. right. Five ten. You know, um, Jesse, what about you? Any any music or any JRPGs? I think the one JRPG that I'm most interested in is Live Alive. I've never heard of this game, but it looks like a game I'd want to play. Chrono Cross was a nice look as I've not played more than an hour of it, but the fact it has such a large cast makes it look like a form of a job system and that has me worried. But for $20, I'll likely pick it up anyway. For music when I need to focus, I need silence. All right. All right. Uh... The, uh, I, I know I said about Chrono Cross when we did our uh, live reaction, I said, oh, great. Another Square Enix game I'll download and keep on my Switch and never play. <laughs> right. That's, that's what I do. I have Final Fantasy VII. I have Final Fantasy IX. Yeah. We don't talk about eight. <laughs> like Bruno. Uh, we also we also have a uh, voicemail this week from Christian. So uh, let's get to that. Christian again, and I just wanted to let you know my family and I just finished watching the Nintendo Direct this evening, and man, oh man, we are so excited for that Mario Kart 9. Cannot wait to play Mario Kart 9. Mario Kart 9 is going to be so awesome. Actually, in all honesty, we're, we're pretty stoked about $25 for 48 courses. That's going to be pretty cool for the DLC. Uh, and also, I'm a little bummed about the Zelda. You know, I wanted Zelda to be in this direction so badly, but, you know, what can you do? Anyways, I hope you guys are having a good night. Hope you're enjoying your your days with your family and your friends, and we'll talk to you soon. See ya. Yeah, I, I too enjoyed all that Mario Zelda Kart 9. Here. I missed that. Can, can you redo that one? I wasn't expecting anything Zelda. Here. I kind of was. I was. I was kind of thinking that we would direct. at least. I would. I was thinking that we would at least get like, uh, you know, like a trailer, maybe just a little glimpse, and it'd be like, come back in June. Did they do that with Waker. Breath of the Wild? Yeah, I think it seems like something that they need to speak to. I really, I, unless they just come out with like a huge, I don't know. I, I honestly can't even just think, see them just doing dropping a trailer. I really do think there's going to be a bit of a story behind it. And yeah, like there's somebody will come out and speak to it. I'll name will probably come out and just kind of go like, we're sorry for the delay and all that kind of stuff. I just think that it needs more of a moment than maybe a trailer at a direct. Um, but I was kind of hoping to see maybe a bit of a cadence to what perhaps was started last year with Skyward Sword HD. Like maybe this year we get Wind Waker, maybe we get a, Twilight Princess, H.E., or maybe a combo pack or something. So to even like tide us over until the next Breath of the Wild. But the fact that we didn't get that, I think some people, and I think my co-host, Consul Kato, would agree, like because we didn't get uh, a remake or a remaster Zelda game, that that lends credence to the fact that Breath of the Wild 2 is indeed 2022, and that's the only thing they want you focusing on in terms of Zelda this year. Yeah, I completely agree. Not ready to talk about it. That is, uh, that's very logical. Very well thought out. Entirely what I'd expect from Kato. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, she's magic. Uh, well, guys, that's the end of uh, this episode 362. We want to thank our good friend Sean Capri for coming and hanging out with us, pulling the late shift, uh, you know, uh, forsaking his fatherly duties. That's right. And uh, joining us here on the night shift with Nintendo Dads. Uh, as we close out the show, we want to say a huge thanks to our Patreon 
producers. That's Dave Ernsberger, Antonio Contronio, and Solo Something. We also want to say a big thanks to our nearly 6,000 subscribers on YouTube. Guys, we are 33 subscribers away from 6,000. If you're not subscribed to us on YouTube, we would love for you to go over, pull the lever, hit the subscribe button, and push us over that goal. We're four subscribers away uh, from 1,200 on Twitch. And we also want to say a huge thanks to our 19 Twitch subscribers who also get access to our Discord community and activities because they follow us with Twitch Prime. If you've got an unused Twitch Prime subscription laying around, we'd love for you to throw it our way. Uh, You can go over there and do that. Remember, you can get 20% off your order with Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code NINDADS. That's N-I-N-D-A-D-S. Also, 15% off and free shipping at gooder.com. That's G-O-O-D-R. Use the code N-I-N-D-A-D-S to get you some sweet sunglasses. Check out our merch store over at nintendodads.org backslash merch. And remember, you can head over to our website to check out all of our newest podcast episodes, videos, tweets, all that stuff, uh, and links, and so much more. I want to remind you guys, wherever you listen to this audio-wise, please give us a five-star review. Write some words. It helps people find the show. It lets people know how much you're enjoying and what you enjoy about it. And it just makes the world a better place. Be sure to email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail like our good friend Christian at 929-25-NDADS. That's 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. And again, big thanks to Sean Capri for hanging out with us tonight. For me, for Tim, for Sean and Jesse, Justin, whoever else, eh. It's been episode 326 or 362 of Nintendo Dads. Promise I'm not dyslexic. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Night, peeps. Thank you for listening to Nintendo Dads. We sound like the Nintendo Dads all of a sudden. (laughs) We sound like the... I'm Nintendo Dads all of a sudden. I'm really glad that Jesse didn't put all of his uh, comments in that.